Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Happy? Oh, what's new, J-Dog? Oh. Welcome to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. We are live. So come on in to the funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando, the Hideouts. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That is J-Dubs on IML Hefe. Trunks is our executive producer. He mans the AOL Instant Messenger, Real Radio Hideout. It's Tommy Bateman, the director of the Hideout. Man's the talk and roll controls, responsible for the Hideout page on realradio.fm. Try that with a little bit more feeling this time. Uh, <laughs> he manages the Hideout page. I can't do it. I'm just a failure. And that is uh, Putin, the unpaid producer. He screens your phone calls. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Keep him busy tonight. Putin wants to talk to you. In fact, even if you just call and ask him about tips for dating older women, he didn't even have to put you on the air. He's all over it. Um, J-Dubs, Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Everyone is essentially bolting out of town. You and I staying hunkered down. We are holding down the fort here in Orlando. Yeah, we're uh, we're here. I, I, are we the only live show today? Um, no. Uh, Shan- uh, yeah, the Shannon Jennifer- and the Monsters were live. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was uh, listening to them while working out today, too. And um, actually, a couple things from the, their shows that I wanted to bring up at some point. We need to come up with something to do at the Monster Telethon. The Monsters are holding this telethon for the, uh, for the Mustard Seed. It's going to be broadcast here on Real Radio and live on Bright House Channel 10. And I was chatting with Black Bean and Drunkard Bear. This afternoon, I think I have something for us. I'll let you in on that later on. All right. This is a complete surprise to everyone in the hideout. I completely forgot to mention it to you guys. And you know who the star is going to be of it? Who? Tommy Bateman. Nice. I'm all about this now. I think I'm out of town that day. Uh, no, so we, here. we will talk about that. Also, too, uh, just a very quick thank you to Moira from the Phillips File, who was here painting the studios and and uh kind of by proxy getting us high you know kind of you know just a little bit uh a little bit uh a side effect from it we get high so we get to do the show all loopy tonight a bonus that's what it is an mm-hmm. actual bonus so anyway thank you to her for that uh making it look uh good in here um all right dubs here's what we got going on this evening you said you have something about your brother you have to tell me yes uh my brother was asking questions about you and everything. Your and, uh, family is in town. Yeah, my my mom and my little brother got into town this morning, uh, flew in, landed about 10 a.m. I went and picked them up and been hanging out with them all day today. Uh, we went and did a nice, lovely, lovely afternoon at Walmart. Huh. It's been 
An absolute so blast. See, it doesn't matter if you guys are in mid-Michigan or in Central Florida. It's always a trip to the Walmart. Yes, yeah, so the Walmart's the one thing that makes you feel like you're home. You know, because everywhere has one. No matter where you go, you walk in there, you see the same blue vest and the same red vest that you saw when you left. And it kind of just makes you feel good. A little warm inside. All right, now don't tell me now what your brother said, but there's something interesting. Yeah, yeah it's about you. I know he has racist tendencies, so I'm... Hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, he does have some racist tendencies. So... All right. <sighs> I wonder where he learned it from. Not me. Right. Okay, so I'm excited about hearing about... <laughs> I'm excited to hear about this. Also, too, I have a question because I talked about it last night. I don't celebrate Thanksgiving. I, and a little bit later on, what's going to be open on Thanksgiving? Uh, most stuff is open on Thanksgiving, especially uh, the uh, the restaurants okay, and the I bars. I didn't know that. All right, so we'll get into that a little bit later on, too, J-Dubs. Also, that teacher in Florida, 25-year-old chick who had sex with a 14-year-old, she got a very light sentence. And I'm wondering if this is just screaming. She's carrying a light load? Double standard. Mm-hmm. Just screaming double standard. So we'll get into that. But first, the biggest news, bigger than the turkey getting the pardon, bigger... I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. Uh, Bigger than these FBI, CIA email viruses is uh, this Xbox. The Xbox 360 is the biggest thing on earth right now. Yeah, it went on sale, I believe, last night at midnight. Uh, People finally got their hands on a... Beautiful new Xbox. Well, weren't we getting calls, uh, Putin, from people who were tailgating last night, ready to get this 360? Not people who were tailgating. They, they just saw the madness going down. Okay. And wanted to call in to, I think, ridicule them. Um, So, Dubs, this Xbox 360 now are... Let's start off with this. For everybody, here's the thing. Video games aren't just for children anymore. Grown, Not at all. Grown men do it, whether it is... Uh, computer games like Putin with EverQuest. Actually, no, I think he's a World of Warcraft guy. Uh, and he, he likes, loves it. And he likes The Sims, too. What? So that's what he's into. Then you have um, the Xbox faction. And then there's a whole other group with the PlayStation uh, yeah. products. Yeah, there's uh, three equally very strong parties out there. and Unlike ev- our government. Everybody is very venomous towards the other side. Right. If you're a PlayStation guy... You hate Xbox people, mostly because you can't go over to their house and play because you don't know the controller and you don't, you know, they have all these weird games that you aren't used to. And do you notice who seems to be winning? Does it seem like PlayStation's winning this? It, you know, it goes back and forth depending on what the uh, hot new game is because when Halo is out, it seems like uh, it seems like Xbox is winning, but then when like Grand Theft Auto and that stuff comes out and it's only on PlayStation, it seems like it's PlayStation. Okay, so, uh, right, this can't be real. What's that? Chunks has just sent me something via eBay. Uh, it's on eBay now. Mm-hmm. The current bid for the Xbox 360 Ultimate Premium, $10,100. <laughs> Someone has to be messing with them with a, a fake account. I know they've been going all day for about $2,500. Which is insane 
anyway because what they're four hundred dollars as is. Yeah, four hundred bucks. That's about the cost of an iPod, actually. Yeah, it's not terrible for how much you, how much you get out of the the uh, Xbox. Right. But four hundred dollars for it normally. I've seen all day these Xboxes go for twenty five hundred dollars. So I believe it when I see twenty five hundred dollars up there. But ten thousand, unless it's just some guy who has way too much money. And wants to guarantee Wait, him that. Here's the thing: two minutes and seven seconds left on it. But it still could be a fake, can it? No, I mean, and I'll go to the next lowest one. All right, first of all, I don't even do the eBay thing, so I don't even. I mean, I know about it, but I don't do it. Right, here's what this premium system gets: you get the console, the wireless controller, combination high def component, and the standard AV cable, 20 gig hard drive, Ethernet cable, headset, bonus media remote. Hmm. Maybe it is going for that much. Xbox Live Silver, Xbox Live Gold 30-day trial. $10,100. Wow. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Is there anyone who has this now that is playing with it right now as they listen to the hideout? That's that's another big thing I want to know. And how badass is it if it is that good? Well, our one uh, friend, Jack Mayhoffer, uh, he has one of his on, on sale over on eBay right now with a game and a wireless con- extra wireless controller. And uh, he still has four days left on it, but his is already up to 700 Okay, I don't understand. I don't even understand this. The $10,000 one just jumped up another $400. Uh, wow. It's up to 10600 now. $10,000 for an Xbox. It's got the bid history, too. All right, so did it? Did, has it jumped in increments? It, it it's supposed to be only twenty five dollar increments, but if these people are just being vengeful and mean toward each other, they could be putting five hundred dollar bids down to get the next highest bid so they could win. All right, Greg in Orlando, you're on the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Greg? Hey guys, like everybody in America, I've been waiting for the three sixty for about six to eight months. You know, put my money down in good faith, and now I'm finding out they're uh, short. Uh, sending them. They're not even sending out enough to cover the pre-orders. Yeah, the the pre-orders. Some places took too many pre-orders, yep. so uh, even the people who paid originally yep. don't so, have it. So what do you do at that point? Do they tell you, hey, when the next shipment gets in, then you're going to get it, or what? Well, I bought mine. I won't name the retailer, and they told me, well, you know, if you pre-ordered in May, you would get one of the first 50. They didn't even get 50. They got 30. I pre-ordered in June, and they're telling me it's going to be three to four weeks. So when a release date is given a year in advance, guys, don't you think they should honor that? I mean, they've got a year. I mean, absolutely, you got to be on there. I would, I would think so. So, all right, now how old are you? Um, <laughs> I'm 50. <laughs> no, that's fine. Because like I said, exactly, this, these games aren't just for children anymore. It's not like right. Mario Brothers. You know, this is, and is this, is this for you? Is it for your kids? Or well, my wife and my son and I. Uh, all into video games. You know, we play awesome. the Halo, the Deathmatch, everything. We all love it. That's great, man. See, that's yeah. the other thing, too. And you're a good parent because you're playing this stuff with your kids. That's actually oh. good bonding time, oh, too. Oh, it bonds us together. We can still talk in the car. You remember when we were at the last level of Halo and you were driving and I was shooting and we got out and got on the <laughs> uh, fellow getting flew out of there? I mean, my son <laughs> and I great. were heroes to each other. All right, so, so, now, what, so what are you going to do now? What, what's your plan now? Because I'm sure the family was thinking, all right, Thanksgiving yeah, weekend, we're going to have a blast with this. Yeah, my son's all upset. I even called the store. I said, did anybody like cancel you know is there any left he says dude we didn't even get half what we ordered i called toys r us they got nine 
I, you know, I'm not even understand. I, I don't I, understand why they would give a release date and not honor it. Is right. it to create hype or yes. what? Yes. You know, here's what it is, Greg. It's absolutely to create the hype. I guess. There's, you there's all these people out there yelling right now that, hey, I couldn't get mine. I need it. I need it. And now they're going on to eBay because mm -hmm. they wanted it so bad and they weren't able to get it. Paying ten thousand dollars for it. Ten thousand six hundred dollars. Hey I dropped seven bills for the system, a couple games, uh, an S video cable, an extra controller, and now I'm not even going to get it till maybe another month. Oh, I, I think that sucks. Yeah, and you threw down the seven hundred dollars. Yeah, I paid like a couple hundred a month. You know, I've had six, seven months to do this, wow. so it doesn't hurt so bad. And the day shows up, and boom, we don't get any. Uh, dude, get your money back and go on eBay and get <laughs> one for you know six hundred. Hey, right, good luck there, Greg. Thank you, buddy. Okay, thanks for talking to me, guys. You betcha. Hey, real fast, let's talk to our buddy Stedman. Stedman is out and about. I heard about this, and uh, it sounds like he's having a blast. All right, this can't be real. Here's one that's going for $20 million. Now people <laughs> are really beginning to uh, hit it up. Stedman, what's going on, buddy? What's going on, Hesse? Dubs, what's going on, man? Where are you at? You're, uh, you're at partying out in Kissimmee, I'm right? I'm in Calatown. I'm in Kissimmee, guys. Uh, what's going on there? Where are you specifically? I am at Scotch Corner Pub, which is uh, one mile west of Medieval Times, just one block. If you're heading up uh, 192 towards Kissimmee, mm -hmm. go through the light of Siesta Lago. We're on the left-hand side. I'm going to be out here till 9 o'clock. And I hear you have one of those brand-new Xboxes 360s you're giving away. <laughs> totally free, uh, right? I, I think you've uh, heard incorrectly. Oh, just, uh, damn it. All right. I'm just giving away that singing voice, and uh, we got some drink specials. Actually, we got a real radio drink special tonight called a Twisted Cocktail. There you go. Stick with the script. Nice. <laughs> don't, and, uh, don't let us veer you off at all. And especially for Chunks, we have something called a Flaming Mo, which is on special as well. Ooh, oh, that's, come on. That's good. He actually loves Mo, those. Mo, that's, Mo. His, that's his favorite thing to get into. I thought we were buddies. Um, all right, so Stedman, not with, the baby's not there, right? Uh, no, actually, she's not She's not here tonight. Sorry about that. Mm. Okay, so, well, that's good, though, because now you can actually get the chance to go out party with Stedman. At, uh, and where are you? One more time so everybody knows. Uh, Scotch Corner Pub in Kissimmee, one mile west of Medieval Times. Just go right to the light of Siesta Lago. Just, uh, you know, I'll tell you what. I'll break it down for you. I-4 to the Lake Bonavista exit 535 to 192. You're going to see us. Uh, we've got a big display. You can come out, sign up for the uh, Bombardier ATV. Nice. Uh, get some real radio gear. Come in, uh, like I said, get a twisted cocktail. Hear me sing back karaoke and uh, party with slightly buzz Stedman. Outstanding. And also, too, if you go out there, Stedman will give you money for an Xbox 360. That's Absolutely. Enough, enough to cover it. <laughs> That's what he said. All right, Stedman, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right, guys, thanks. All right, let's take a quick break, come back. we got a couple people online who say they're playing their 360 right now. And you know what, dude? It's part of the hype machine. Mm -hmm. We're feeding it. I love it. I know the whole thing of... Hey, there aren't enough of them out there. Yeah, like like uh, we've just gone through some natural disaster, and uh, you know it's uh, like it's water. Mm -hmm. Like it's water, in New Orleans, or it, it, it's like last year's flu, uh, flu vaccine. You know, everybody doesn't need it really, but they're all waiting in line for it because they think it's going to run out. Yeah, or Tamiflu this year. Quick break. We we'll come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1, I'll have fan J-Dubs. We are live on this Thanksgiving week. Come on into the Hideout, the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. 
1041 and star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Also, go see Stedman from the Shannon Burke Show. He's at the Scotch Corner Pub in Kissimmee. It's on Highway 192 between mile markers 13 and 14, one mile west of middle, medieval times. No baby tonight. So he's out there partying hardy. All right, Dubs, we're talking about this Xbox 360 and how it's going for ten grand on eBay. Mm-hmm. And it's just silly. Gabriel and Kissimmee, you got one of these right now you're playing? Oh, yeah, buddy. I'm playing them right now. All right, so uh, where did you get yours? I got mine at 8 o'clock in the morning at an electronics boutique. And you've been uh, playing it all day? Uh, no, not all day. I actually had to take care of my sick mother, but... <laughs> uh, you should uh, you just let her die. That Act like she's part of the game and shoot her in the head. Right, you know what I mean? Um, and say, hey, uh, instead of uh, playing with the most popular thing right now, I'm here taking care of you, your baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, as far as what you guys were saying before about uh, is it really that great, and does it really live up to the hype? Yes. i got to tell you, it, it really does. All right, so the it's way, that good, huh? The way, the way I can describe it, imagine a high-end gaming PC that is that'll cost you three thousand dollars to build. Uh, you know that's, that's not high end. That's Come not, on. Oh, shut up, Putin. I'm, I'm talking about a, a, a gaming PC. The, the 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 parts that you will buy for a gaming PC that'll cost you three or four four grand in in your living room. Just imagine a high end PC, but on your TV. No, you know I've uh, I've heard about that. Now Putin seems to be shaking his head, but I understand what you're saying, Gabriel. Well, hey, congrats, man. Was what was the line like this morning? Do you have yours on pre-order? Yeah, I have mine on pre-order. I pre-ordered it like six months ago. All right, so and good. Surprisingly, when we first got there, there was only like six people in line. I couldn't believe it. Oh, so you got one of the lucky ones then. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I was one of the lucky ones. And maybe that's the thing you do too. Maybe you go to these smaller gaming places instead of a place like a Best Buy or a Walmart yeah. or something like that. All right, Gabriel, thanks for the info, brother. Here's Heretic uh, SFG. What's going on, SFG? What up, dog? What you up to? Uh, just letting you know I'm impartial at PS3 or Xbox 360. However... The Xbox 360 runs on an operating system called Windows CE, and it is completely fully compatible with any Windows operating system for a computer. So anybody that um, programs a game for a computer that's, you know, completely badass, it's completely convertible to the Xbox 360, like Battlefield 2 or whatever. So Xbox 360 is going to rock. I see, and that's what I heard. This I read this long article on the 360 uh, in Time Magazine a few months back on what they were doing with it. And it really does sound like they're taking it to a whole nother level, um, especially because of the dominance that Microsoft has in a lot of the computers, that it's just going to be able to do a lot more than the PS3 Perfect. will if if you're into doing all that extra stuff. Hey, thank you, SF. Thank you, SF. No um, you know, and that's one of the parts of it. I don't mm-hmm. know. Dave in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Dave? Hey, uh, guys, do you have HD TVs? Uh, yeah, I, I do. I do not. In fact, I still have a TV that I bought in the seventh grade, and that's All what right. I watch. If you don't have an HD TV, don't fret about the 360 because you're not even going to notice the difference. That's the whole thing. The the I, your normal TVs can't even get that that precise, you know. Hmm. So, All right. So, so it's all in the graphics, then in the, the like building it for the HD TV. Exactly. Now, if you have HD, it's worth it. But here's the big deal about the shortage. Mm-hmm. Now, what would you do if you were putting out something that you're a little unsure of? Would you uh, would you put out a whole crap ton where you need to recall them all? Or would you just give out a few at a time, see if there's no problems being reported, and then start releasing more? So this is yeah. kind of like the test ground, see uh, how many of these things uh, come bouncing back from uh, technical error. Right. So all these people that have them now, just consider them beta testers. 
you know, you guys have a good night. I'm I, gonna take off. Right, thanks, Dave. That's a very good point. I never really thought about that, but yeah, you know what? That's a very good point in that you don't know for sure. I mean, you you've done all your tests and everything. You but you'd think the the tests they do would be uh like they've done these tests enough on their their systems where they know where the major problems would come from. But that always happens. David mm-hmm. in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, David? Not much. What's up? Yo. Um, the X360 that they're releasing now mm-hmm. is just strictly the core system. That's not the whole thing. They have this upgrade business that you can buy for an extra hundred bucks later on to add on to your the the X360 that you get now. And here's the, you see that like, bothers me. And see here's the other thing they they're, they're going to be doing too. And I read this in that article. Halo 3, mm-hmm. they're going to release right when the PS3 comes out to try yeah. to to try to counter that and keep people from going that way. It's very interesting how it all works. Hey, thanks, mm-hmm. David. Yeah, there's a whole business end of this. That really bothers me whenever they they start doing these add-on things. They already have. They can make a part of it as is with the core and everything. But they make these add-on things because after you buy it, the the core, you're going to want all these add-on things, and you're, they're just going to be able to pocket more of your cash. All right, here's the other thing, too. The, but everything happens that way. Like mm-hmm. like whenever the uh, Matrix uh, movies came out individually, you buy those, then all of a sudden that's not good enough. you got to actually buy the trilogy together, whether it's Star Wars, The yeah. Matrix, Lord of the Rings. And what, uh, that's what George Lucas has been living on for years. Right. Uh, letting all these different... Uh, Different little things from uh, from Star Wars come out that he's already you know got done and everything, and he's just making more money off the same poor saps. All right, Zach and Daytona, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Zach? Yeah, the guy was talking about the he called it the X360, mm-hmm. and was talking about the upgrade business. Right. That's completely wrong. They're releasing the core system and the premium system at the same time. They actually already released them. Oh, so you can you can get the premium system if you want to, but if you just want every, the core. Everybody is. Everybody's getting the premium system. The only people who are getting the core system are the suckers who are the last in line. And it's basically the same, except the premium system is the one that comes with a hard drive that retails for 100 separately. And just as a bonus, you get like a headset and a DVD remote and Ethernet adapter and all this stuff. All right, that's the one that went for ten grand on eBay. Hey, thanks, well, Zach. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. All right, see, I'm getting this. Let's see here. All right. Uh, Vatar says Microsoft decided to make a wider world release instead of dumping all the units in the United States. Well, no, I, that happens with the uh, PlayStations. Too. Last year, I know, when they put the PlayStation 2s out, they never have enough to handle the uh, Christmas rush. All right, Heretic Not Hefe said that he went out to Walmart and was disappointed because there were no fights for the Xbox 360. Everybody was very uh, calm and sedated over it. I'll mm-hmm. tell you what, if it was over the Internet, there would be people threatening, just like doing the Internet tough guy thing. Yeah. I heard that you started a fight at one of those things over 360. That's just what I heard. Who? You, Hefe, the real Hefe. Are you crazy? What are you talking about? Oh, maybe it was Jose again. Damn it. What? Uh, see, stop with the confusion. <laughs> Eric in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Eric? Hey, guys. I was just uh, wanted to set a few things straight with what is what with this deal. Uh, the last guy pretty much covered it. Uh, he's talking about, you know, you get the hard drive and these other bonuses. Basically, the upgraded version... 
you're getting about $200 worth of equipment for an extra 100 bucks. The core system works just like any other gaming system. You can plug it into your TV. It comes with the cable you need to at least do that. You can play games just like you normally would. But if you want it to be backwards compatible, you have to have that 20 gig hard drive, which is another 100 bucks. In addition to that, you're getting a wireless remote, the DVD remote, the uh, com uh, composite video cables. They, you get a lot more uh, bang for your buck. All right. Um, well, and I got to admit, I'm one of those douchebags. I, <laughs> I bought it for me. I was in line last night. I was number 25 out of the uh, 24 that they had of the premium. Oh, dude. A, a guy left. I got my premium. But, dude, I, I looked on eBay just out of curiosity. I can't justify keeping a hold of this thing. I've I've got mine for sale on eBay. You have to put it for sale, man. But right now, when people when it's going for at least at least some of them are going for nine to a nine to a grand. Well, I I know yeah, for it, a fact people have collected twenty five hundred. Yeah, for they're, this. Right, they're ranging twelve hundred to twenty five hundred dollars easy. You got to do that, dude. That's the way the yeah. system said. Hey, thank you, Eric. Good luck to that too. Hey, by the way, speaking of standing in line, this guy did the ultimate uh, fu. Mm -hmm. What was that, Doug? Uh, he waited 55 hours in line for his Xbox. All these people in front of a Best Buy uh, waiting for the Xbox. He gets it, walks outside in front of all these people that have been waiting just as long as him, puts it on the sidewalk, grabs a sledgehammer, and breaks the son of a bitch. What a genius. That's a guy who loves just to run a bit for the hell of it. Yeah, just to uh, just to uh, get a few laughs and have a story forever. I'm mad that we didn't think of that for a nice shock jock you, moment. You know what? I, even if we thought of it, we wouldn't have the resources to pull it off. No, there's no way we could afford that. No way we could afford that. That guy's a hero, though. Yeah, we've smashed a couple in our time. Mm -hmm. We smashed a PS2. We've, we've smashed the regular Xbox. And an Xbox. Yeah, it's funny. Real funny. Oh, those, <laughs> those belonged to you, didn't they? Yeah. The guy's an ass. <laughs> he's not a hero, he's an ass. Wait a second, we smashed yours in D.C., the PS2, because you did a bad interview. I would sabotage. You guys made me eat the uh, laxative. By the way, you can hear that on the website... Uh, realradio.fm. Yeah, we have a bunch of clips up there on the audio portion. And then why did we break the one here? I know we did it out at Slow and Low Barbecue. Uh, well, he just won it uh, on the slow burn. And actually, there was controversy. There was controversy over uh, who won that one. No, you guys never set up any rules. You otherwise. hit me in the balls. That's you, right. You didn't set up any rules. That's right. I forgot about that. You hit dubs in the nuts and you cheated, so we broke it. We got to split it. Because cheaters never win. Yeah, it's funny. I got a scar for the rest of my life, and I didn't So do even I, douchebag. Let's take a break and come back. It's hey, not funny. Stop looking over here, man. It's not cool. This guy's an ass. He should be sent to jail for the rest of his life. Why? Wow, he bought it. Yeah, he bought it. He's littering. <laughs> we take a break and come back. Was Did you ever have a gift that you were really looking forward to for Christmas? And did you get it? Think about it. And also, i got to hear what your racist little brother's saying about me. Okay. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Real Radio is an unhealthy preoccupation with lunch meat. It's just too bad that you can't sniff our fingers through the radio. Real Radio 104.1. 
The FDA estimates 4 to 5 million American men have low testosterone. Symptoms may include low libido, depression, fatigue, and loss of strength. Treatments are available. To learn more, visit MyTestosterone.com. That's MyTestosterone.com. Thurston's Premier Auto Center and Thurston's Auto Center Claremont for great savings and outstanding quality on your next vehicle. SUVs, luxury cars, sports cars, imports. No new car prices. No pressure. No gains. Thurston's low mileage vehicles are like new, most with warranties. Major lender financing and Thurston's is a Carfax certified dealer. Thurston's Premier Auto Center, 1792 Maitland and Thurston's Auto Center Claremont on Highway 50, 407-339-0080 or see Thurston'sAutoCenter.com. Fair Villa Megastore presents holiday shopping like no other. Fair Villa's first ever after Thanksgiving sale. Savings up to 75% on everything in the store. Romantic intimate holiday gifts Friday through Sunday at Fair Villa Megastore, Orlando and Cape Canaveral. Want to remind you, go see uh, Stedman out at uh, Scotch Corner Pub in Kissimmee, located on Highway 192 between mile markers 13 and 14, one mile west of Medieval Times. That's on RealRadio.fm. The info for that, Stedman going to be out there until at least uh, 9 o'clock. Coming up for you tonight, too, Arrested Development, Season 2 DVDs, Real Radio Prize Packs, uh, gift certificates to get that AC taken care of and the heater taken care of. All of it tonight in the hideout, 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Cut Drop says, that dude's a retard. The guy who went out, waited mm-hmm. waited 55 hours in line and then broke the uh, Xbox 360. He goes, you waste two days of your life and $500 just to become a FARC headline. I say genius. Yeah, I mean, hey. What do you value more? Do you value your name in print, or do you value the almighty dollar? That, and you have a story to tell for the rest of your life. You're that guy. $500 to become famous. Life is a collection of memory, my friends. He's an ass. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, so hideout, Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> I real fast, we're going to get to the, the, the stories. Mm-hmm. Tuttle, hideout general manager, just put out a uh, bulletin on MySpace yeah. about his new pictures from being in um, the Miami Homestead 400, I think. And I heard him talking about it on the Monsters this morning. Uh, this morning or yesterday morning. All my days run together. But there's a picture of him with John Kerry. And I don't know who's scarier looking. Who has the bigger head? Oh, no. Tuttle has the... Here's the thing. Tuttle has the fatter head. Carrie has the longer head. And you can see neither one of their eyes because they're both sunken into their skulls. (laughs) I love Tuttle. And Tuttle's tall, too, so John Carrie has to be just a giant. And they both look like they need a meal. Two lumbering... You know what it looks like? It looks like Lord of the Rings 2 or the, the, the forest and the trees. Yeah, that's that's what I always thought uh, John Kerry looked like. Either uh, that or the Wizard of Oz trees throwing the apples at people. Right. And Tuttle helps. Jimmy in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jimmy? What's going on, guys? Hey, dude. Um, calling about, uh, somebody called earlier and uh, said that uh, all the Microsoft uh, Xbox is being released right now were all beta tested. Mm-hmm. And what it is is I actually work part-time at a video game store. So what happened is Microsoft got in all the orders for the Xbox 360 this year and cut the orders to all the stores by 60 or by 40%. So you only got actually 60% of what you ordered. 
Oh. So this got this got cut down to all the other stores because they wanted to prevent price gouging, as what happened with the Xbox and the PS2 when it first came out. Okay, I see what you're saying. I think I get so, it. Yeah, they've got more systems coming out this year. They just didn't want to release everything at one time, so nothing will come out until the end of after Christmas or the end of the new year. But that doesn't make sense because I figure that's that's not going to help price gouging. That's just going to encourage it. If they released them all at once, then there there would be so many that flooded the market. You're not getting 2,500 for one on eBay. Oh, that, well, that's 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 company thinking for you. Yeah, I hear you. No, building the hype, Jimmy. I hear you. I were talking about what Christmas presents you looked for. Mm-hmm. And this pig face brings up a great one. Like 85 or 86, the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier. It was so big, you couldn't wrap it. His brother and him were jumping around like maniacs when they got it on Christmas morning. I remember that, man. Yeah. And I, that's one of the toys. I, got a lot, I was spoiled as a kid because I came from a broken home, so both my parents would fight uh, for my love with uh, money, and it worked out really well. But I never got one of those, and I, I always wanted one. The one I always like that that I always go back to as my good gift is uh, Castle Grayskull for... Uh, I had one of those. Yeah, for the uh, He-Man. Oh, that was the best. I still have that. Do you really? Yeah. I'm lucky. debating on whether I can ever sell it Why? for any type of money. Uh, do you think you couldn't get the cash out of it, or you couldn't, you couldn't part with it? No, I just I'm wondering if if I should wait for a couple of years and then sell it. Wondering if it'll be worth more money. At or... some point, you got to think He Man's going to make some sort of a resurgence. Because I well, have all it, of those toys still. It started to like a year ago, and they were selling uh, the He Man action figures again. But I don't know what happened to that. It just died. All right, Destro says one Christmas year he was obsessed with getting an RC car. He got one, but it was one with a cord attached to the remote, so it sucked. Oh. It sucked when you got the remote control, not the radio control. All right, here are the two things I always really wanted uh, for Christmas. Um, and, I, and actually, one was for I, I, it was mm. college, but I was really excited about it. Uh, floor tickets for the maps. because I always sit up in the nosebleed seats, like the the nine dollar seats. But I got floor tickets for the Mavericks one year. They're two hundred dollar tickets, and it was wow. great. It was an awesome experience. And this is when they sucked too. When I was still back at Texas Tech in their old reunion arena. So that was awesome. And then uh, the second one was catcher's gear. When I was in high school, I really wanted new badass catching gear. And so, because I thought I was Pud Rodriguez at the time. And so with his, like, turtle chest protector. And so my dad threw down, like, five $600 for uh, catching gear for me. And that was probably... That honestly... It was probably my best Christmas gift ever because I really wanted it and I used it for like three years. Well, you can't go wrong with that. Going back to the uh, the radio control cars and the remote control cars, I really wanted one. Remember when the uh, the remote control hovercraft things came out? Oh yeah, I never I thought wanted, they worked. I, I, that's why I never got one because my parents always said they didn't work and they're a piece of crap. But I still wanted one, and I ended up just getting a a pretty badass, but a uh, a regular. Uh, Radio control car. Did you have the GI Joe hovercraft? No, I did. Lucky gun. I also had I hate the, you. I also had the GI Joe uh, like F sixteen or whatever it was. I man, I was spoiled, dude. That's why I wanted the aircraft carrier. I was so pissed that I didn't get the aircraft carrier. Basically, ex- basically, I think that's why uh, I have an awful childhood. Wasn't that thing like three hundred, three hundred bucks? Why not? If my parents loved me, they would have bought it for me. <laughs> Kira in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Kira? Hey. Yo. Um, 
me and my sister grew up really poor, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, our rich aunt was visiting for Christmas, so we knew we were going to get a good gift. That's always the best. Too. So yeah. instead of buying people things for Christmas, you had to give them handies? Is that what you were giving? No, come on. They were the little bow uh, right. tied around your wrist? Go ahead, Kira. Oh, well, uh, all I wanted was Hot Wheels and the new Hot Wheels town that just came out. My sister was more into Barbies. Mm-hmm. So Christmas morning, huge package to both of us. We open it. It's the damn Barbie pool. Oh, it's a bar- oh, bastards. I know. You know, the Barbie pool was no good. My cousins always had that, and I used to pee in it. I did. It was always fun. Don't tell me there's any ingestion afterwards. No. Of course not. <laughs> did you guys do the same thing every year where you tell your parents, don't buy me any clothes, please, no matter what you do, yes. don't buy me clothes? Never worked. Never worked. They always show up, and there's... Like ten stupid plaid shirts. You always, you always wow. get a, a stupid pair of long johns. But here's the thing. You know what though? When I got into high school, I wanted clothes. Yeah, clothes in high school are fine. But when Jabot. you're Jabot, take me, give me some Jabos. I want people staring at my crotch to look at the Jabot. Uh... Yeah. And I had them in every dude. I had Jabos in every color. I had like turquoise. I had um. What were some of the other stupid colors I had? I had that red. I had bright red. I had all the colors of Jabot. I was more of a skids man. Skids. <laughs> I right, gotta take a break. Skids and hyper colors did me well. Got me laid many a nights. Jams. <laughs> I used to make my own jams. The Zubas. All right, that does make me think though about those awful Christmas gifts you didn't want. Mexican pullover. Oh, what are those called? Son of a bitch, what are they called? They have a name. Yeah, we just call them Mexican pull I know you would just call them a Mexican pull They were They were basically just like a uh, kind of uh, a quilt that you wore. <laughs> Matt Albert says he always wanted a My Buddy, and when he got one, he hated it because it looked so creepy, and he thought he was going to beat him up when he was asleep. My Buddy was very, very creepy. Not as creepy as Teddy Ruxpin, though. Teddy Ruxpin looks like he would eat your soul. Read you a story about, uh, you know, uh, gingerbread and then eat your small wiener. What the hell? By the way, too. This is my personal uh, uh, fetish. I, you know, here's the other thing, too. I always wondered um, if you put in like a like a NWA tape in the Teddy Rux- Ruxpin. Wouldn't work. It didn't work? Nope. You couldn't follow it. No oh, man. You just sit there with his mouth, mouth open looking like... Instead of Teddy Ruxpin, retard Ruxpin. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, El Hefe and J Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Remember, when you dial those phone numbers, Putin will screen your phone call. And you get through to us. Ladies first in the hideout. And uh, Heretic's also the front of the line. Yes. All right, not half face says the Mexican pullover is a poncho. No. That's not right. The poncho is the uh, is just to keep the water off you. Mm-hmm. All right, Matt Albert says he had an Ewok and he doll, and he swears to God he caught it staring at him once. I tell you what, the... That's why uh, the Chucky movies were so great, because so many toys out there are that freaky. Hey, going back to the the hated Christmas gifts, too, my mom always gave me underwear and socks. 
Just give me that, you know, some other time of the year. Those are always the stocking stuffers. I want candy in my stocking. Maybe a nice audio cassette. You know what? I'll be honest. I hated candy in there, too. Stocking stuffers are where you, like, today's stocking stuffer should be an iPod shuffle. I hated uh, candy canes. I loved candy in it. Reaching through, getting yourself one of those uh, Santa Claus, uh, chocolate-covered Santa Clauses with uh, marshmallows in the middle. Mm-hmm. Oh, Eat those all morning while you're opening up your gifts. That's awful. And you always had to get your uh, stocking first, you know? Yeah. Because you never go through your stocking if you open your presents first. You're right. You're right, because then usually there was crap in there. Mm-hmm. The stocking was the one thing I was able to go through before the, my parents woke up. Oh, and you could do that one on your own? Yeah, they said you can do the stocking on your own. Wait for us to wake up before you open your presents. Hey, did you ever do the thing of uh, you get to open one present, like on Christmas Eve, and then do it on Christmas Day? No, because we had our family Christmas uh, on Christmas Eve, so we got presents from uh, the rest of our family, like uh, aunts and uncles and that kind of stuff. So we had plenty of stuff to open that night, so we didn't uh, get a chance to do that. Even though you begged every year, come on, I just want to open this one. Just this one. Let me open it now. You're shaking it. I think it's the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier. Please. Maybe Santa got it for you. I don't know. And I'm not going to... He would get mad at me if I let you open it early. F him. <laughs> he's no, cre- he wouldn't. He's creepy. He's got too much to worry about this time of year. He ain't looking at it if I'm opening my present early. Three eyes in Winter Springs. You're in the hideout. What up, dope? Hey, how you guys tonight? All right. I just wanted to catch up on that thing that uh, Latin Latin American people wear, like, when they're having sex and they want to answer the door. It's called a sarape. A sarape. All right. I didn't know. That didn't sound right to me, though. And then this, this thing had, it was like a, uh, kind of like a hoodie. No, I got you. I, I, yeah. I, I can't remember what it was, though. Yeah, yeah, and they were kind of a, like a big craze there for a little bit in the 90s. Very, very short. Like, there was like a five-month window when they were huge. Well, they were a lot more so in Texas. and In mm-hmm. Michigan, I can't even believe it made it all the way up there. Well, it made it on MTV. It was just like that, uh, the bib overalls with one uh, strap disconnected. Hey, do you find it interesting that women will bitch about getting a new frying pan, like moms and stuff, yet they'll give you socks and underwear? That's true. If you get your mom a frying pan, she's like, what, now you want me to cook for you? I'm supposed to go up and uh, cook right away for you? This is a present for you, not me. When your dad think it's going to be a good move to get her a dishwasher? What movie? That was in some movie. Oh, boy. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. So, Pork Slot in Orlando, what do you got, dude? What's an awful game? What do you got? I remember uh, when I was 14, I, I waited all year, and I wanted uh, Street Fighter 2. I was, you know, just like dead set on getting it. So I told my parents, then I opened it up, and they got it for the wrong damn system. Like, I had a oh. Sega Genesis, and they got me it for, uh, like, the 16-bit Nintendo. And um, you show, was, then you show it to them, and you're like, do you know me at all? Do you know <laughs> yeah. what I like? Well, they saved the receipt so I could take it back, but but just that one day, because you want to play with your stuff mm-hmm. as soon as you get it. Oh. That day is torture, because you can't wait until the store opens to go get the right copy. And you just want to rip that one open just so you can read through the uh, user yeah. manual. No, you, you, s- feel, you feel like a bastard if you complain. You feel like you're not in the spirit of the Christmas thing, but you're just pissed that they could not be you know intelligent enough to remember what video game system you have. Dude, you know? that's a, that, dude, that's a great one, Sir Pork's luck. Good job. And the funny thing is, they bought you the video game system. 
You know, they're the ones that went out and purchased it. You'd think they would remember which one they bought for you. Hey, you're always going through my room looking for weed. Why don't you take a look at the system that I have? And you aren't looking at it to get me in trouble. You're looking at it to smoke it, bastards. Sinatra in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What up, Sinatra? What's up, guys? How you doing? All right. I remember uh, when I was little, this was back when the Cabbage Patch Kids was first coming out. They were the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. I wanted a pet Cabbage Patch doll, and uh, mo, my parents got mo. me one. <laughs> and my parents got me one, and uh, I still had it. I didn't realize that I was cleaning them up the back of my uh, closet, and I find it. And it's not even a real Cabbage Patch. It's some knockoff that they got. Back in uh, New York City. All right, so yeah, oh, yeah. They, they didn't even spend the money on the real thing for you. They're getting you the, the hardcore, uh, the ripoff. You always got to look and for I, that signature from Xavier Roberts. And I feel like I feel like for the past 23 years, I've been lied to, you know? Oh, yeah, they did. They completely tried to pull one over on you. And how do you know that? I, I just have the most random things in my head. I have no idea why I know. Like the best place to pick up kids? Well, I... I'm just guessing that he uh, drilled a hole in the back end of that Cabbage Patch doll. I no. I Destro says his dad, and my dad did this too. And you know dads are great for this. Like when you got a single dad or something, just drive you to the store and pick out what you want. Don't even wait till Christmas. My dad would do that all the time. He's like, what do you want? Tell you what I'm going to do. We're going to go over to Toys R Us. Here's three, $400. You pick out what you want. Wow. Yeah. I would love that. Well, I told you they were trying to buy my love. Going back to uh, what Sinatra uh, was saying, how much did that piss you off? Let's say you asked for a Game Boy, and you'd get, like, one of those other handheld single tiger ones, you know? <laughs> the ones with just, like, the, the little uh, the little black screens that have, like, the car that just moves left and right yeah. to dodge these little things coming closer and closer to you. Exactly. I don't think there's anything more that, that would... Piss me off. Like, there's something you wanted, and you didn't get the name brand one. You got, like, the cheap knockoff. And it was always really terrible, too. All they had were, were uh, they'd give you a uh, a poker one and a bowling one. Or even worse, you get the red dot football game. Oh, I had that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dave the Lawyer, UCF, you're in the hideout. What's up, Dave? What's up, fellas? Got to meet you all Friday. Open door policy, good times. Everyone should get a chance to do that, I think. Hey, thank you, bro. Hey man, wanted to say sometimes it wasn't how big the gift was. It was uh, it was the ultimate collection. You know, not that you got the biggest Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles toy, but it was the Christmas you got the sewer base and the van mm-hmm. and the blimp and the foot cruiser and you know twenty action figures and your kid brother's toys along with that as well. So when the day was over, you had you know thirty new toys to play with and have an ultimate sewer battle. Didn't didn't you always want your mom to get you like thirty Foot Clan guys so you could actually oh, yeah. have a big fight? But you always had to use the same damn Foot Clan guy. You oh, yeah, kick him you over and then you act like he's a new one jumping in and then. Oh, totally. <laughs> Well, he had to pretend like the one foot clan guy was like the super robot, so he was, you know, special by himself and couldn't be destroyed. Yeah, and then, and then like, you don't have Crane yet, so you're acting like Crane's sending him to fight you. Yeah, and April O'Neil. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. You know what? That's so funny, Dubs. I never once did I think, because I was big into the Star Wars, too, mm-hmm. about getting... Just multiples of the stormtroopers. Yeah, you always you always wanted multiples of them because you you just keep on kicking them and knocking them over, and then you're or shooting them and uh, killing them, and then you have to pop that same damn stormtrooper up and uh, kill him again. Drove me nuts. That's it. Never once bugged me. 
My, I always told my mom I need like 30 people to foot clan. All right, we got to take a break. It's a hideout. Road Radio 104.1. Yes, sir. Has uh, 57 been the best year of your life? A pretty good year of my life, 57, you know. Well, that's the year you made it as the hideout uh, news director, so yes, that's got to be a good year for yes, you. Yes, uh, What's in the headlines, Sir Gary? I want to tell a happy Thanksgiving coming up. Oh, yeah, that is... Happy Thanksgiving to you. That yes, is the most you. important thing. Uh, well, um... Um... This girl, uh, the school teacher was having affairs with this um, one of her students, and she they, they let her go free today. Yeah, she pled uh, guilty, but she got a lesser charge. That's yes, what sir. I heard the big news was. Yes, Did you ever have a teacher in school you wanted to sleep with, Sir Gary? No, sir. Yeah, that's just disgusting. They're dirty. Yes, sir. They're, they're, they're all they're all they're all dirty. What else is going on, Sir Gary? Well, they hope everybody back to church in Miller Dibbler Street when the garden holds Sunday morning worship service at 1030 on uh, Miller Dibbler Street past uh, Ace Hardware. And then on the ground every Sunday, 12 to 1, the public's invited. That way to, that's way to, not a way to pump it up, Sir Gary. Yes, sir. All right, Sir Thank Sir you. Gary. God bless you. Have a good evening. Hey, you have a happy Thanksgiving, too. Pumping that up. I like it. All right. All right, you know <laughs> what? I need, I your your mom and your uh, step and your uh, little brother in town. Mm-hmm. Is he your half brother? Half brother, yes. Okay. And apparently he's a racist. He's a little budding ra- racist. He, uh, I don't know if he would admit it, but you can you can see the fire in his eyes. I've only seen that place uh, that fire in two places: uh, Time to Kill and Mississippi Burning. Uh-oh. That fire has only been seen in uh, those eyes uh, on those occasions. All right, so what's going on? Because you said he had something about me. Well, I, we were uh, driving over to the Walmart to have a lovely afternoon at Walmart, and uh, I pointed out where you where you live. Okay. And uh, he's like, is he really Mexican? <laughs> like, it's crazy or something that you he thinks is a bit. You know, there's no way you could really be Mexican. Does he listen to the show at all? I I believe so on the internet on realradio.fm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, he I go yeah he's really Mexican. So should I bring him a burrito? Is what my little brother replies to that as. Wow. Do I have your permission to beat his ass? Hey, go for it. He's probably bigger than you now. Is he really? Yeah. So. That hurts me. It really does. That hurts. Why? Why? What's the What's the point of that? It's Fowlerville, my friend. Serious? Like that really hurts me. I almost want to cry. Do it. I want you to. I want you to get it out. I don't want you to uh, hold it in because holding it in does no no good for any of us. I'm just thinking, what is like? Where does he get that? What good is that going to do him? I tell you, it's it's the bill. And so what did you say to him? I said, all right, I'm going to tell him that. <laughs> Will he get offended? I'm like, yeah, I'll get offended. Wow. I don't want to meet the kid now. Now here's honestly what I hope happens. I hope he gets eaten by an alligator. Oh, that's a little harsh. No, I want him to die. I want. I've never. I mean this with all my heart. I want your little brother to die uh, while he's down here. That means mom's going to stay longer if he dies. She can die when he gets back home. All right, she can die, too, for not correcting him. Dan in Gainesville, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. 
Hey, I wanted you to just uh, stop whining, dude. Get some free food. All right. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, he's uh, he's offering up food. Yeah. I know we're not taking Mexican jokes. It's not happening. That really, you know what it is more than anything else that just saddens me. It saddens me in that today's day and age. That's what it is. So did he ask if the Soul Brother was uh, black, and does he uh, want to bring him fried chicken and watermelon? I'm sure he would. I don't know if he uh, knows of the Soul Brother yet. Man, you think he'd like that? I don't know. Actually, I'd prefer that over a burrito. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I haven't had watermelon in a while. It's so good. Put a little sugar on it. Just a little bit. All right, Matt Albert says, the legend is true. He's really Mexican. It's like you're the chupacabra. <laughs> wow, dude. All right, 407-916-1041, Now, are you uh, putting him through the same training of being a kid toucher at a Walmart like you are? It takes time. I, I can't just... No, of course not. I'm not a kid toucher. Or is he uh, going to discriminate and he won't touch little Mexican boys? Is that his thing? Well, I mean, that's just customary. Now, is he excited to see your shaved head and say it's about time? You're acting like now he's the the leader. He's the leader of some big cult now. You are. Or he is. The two of you. I Seriously, I want some real harm to come to that kid. Tell you what, in my neighborhood, we got a lot of brothers, a lot of Latinos. I want them to come over and we'll play catch outside. We'll see what happens. I Catch, want... I don't know what you're getting at there. All right, Destro's asking, since he's black, can your brother bring him some chitlins? Sure. Would you like that? All right, what if the accident was I hit him with my car? Accidentally. You think I'm joking? I want... Now, here's the thing. I understand he's a child. He's stupid. He's young. He had mullet Joe for a father. Yeah, the, the cards are really stacked against the kid. And in a way, you almost want to reach out to the kid and say, Hey, you stupid retard. You moron of all morons. I want a taquito. Get it right. By the way, I saw this, uh, I saw this, whatchamacallit, this video of this cop taking down this guy who was running mm-hmm. with his, uh, with his car. And the, the dude who was running, his legs just go in directions they're not supposed to go in. Yeah, he ran him down with his car, right? Like with the uh, yeah. cop car and uh, ran him over. Mm-hmm. I actually was watching uh, Cops today, and the same thing happened. Like, uh, there's a video online of the guy getting hit by the car. But uh, this one guy stole a car and uh, crashed into another car, got out and started running. The cop chased after him with the car, ran him down. <laughs> And uh, when the other cops got out there, like, like uh, there wasn't a video camera on the whole time. The cop says, no, he ran into the car. I didn't run into him. <laughs> That's going to be my defense when I run over your brother. Hmm. Jeremy in Orlando, you're in the hideout. So I should tell him no. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Yo, dude. Hey, first time caller. Just wanted to comment on the brother situation, man. I thought it was pretty low, too, but... Uh... 
What you can do is just accept the burrito out of good faith, and then when he gets there, you can just shove it up his ass. <laughs> yeah, how about a nice sodomy with the burrito? For me? No, that's my burrito that you're taking. Mm. Oh, boy. Well, that bums me out, actually. Now Does wanna, it? Yeah, I don't want to see the kid. I really don't want to see him. Don't bring him into the studio. I'm not interested. He can listen at home. Or if you want to bring right. him up, bring him up during Henry. No mom, then. And he can talk to... Uh... Oh, great. So now to get good radio, i got to accept the racist brother. Mm-hmm. That's always fair. Yet again, uh, getting the short end of the stick. Well, I have to deal with your racism every day, so yeah. you have to deal with that today. Yeah, you hear, you hear me all the time. Your white rage. Right. Yeah, you guys got it so bad. All right, let's take a break. Take a break. We'll come back. 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, 407 916 and Star 1041 in your singular wireless phones. Alright, so I'm sitting here during the commercial break. Uh, just thinking about what Dubs' brother said. Mm-hmm. Um, Want to know if I really am Mexican, El Jefe. And then when Dubs says, yeah, it's not a bit, uh, Dubs' brother responds with, well, can I, should I bring him a burrito? Um, normally, I mean, I guess some people laugh, you know what I mean? And, he, and again, I, you know, I kind of went off on your brother there for a second, and I'm sorry, because I know he's your family. Mm-hmm. The reason it bums me out so much is just because I really don't know... Like, if people know, like, the hardships, and not even hardships, but, like, but like the, all the really mean, hateful crap that's said to you growing up. Exactly. That's, that's what you have to, uh, to understand right now. What you're dealing with is but, a kid in school who would say all that mean, hateful crap. And But here's the, here's the problem, though. I would have that kind of stuff said to me all the time when I was 13 and 14. Mm-hmm. And have to laugh it off and grin and bear it for the fear of getting beaten up if I did stand up for myself. So just hearing your little brother saying something like that when he's at the when he's thirteen or fourteen, he's younger, he didn't know he doesn't know better. As were the kids who were supposedly younger and didn't know better when I was growing up. But if I did stand up and say something, then I would get jumped. Of hey, that's not cool. Of hey, I've been at Taco Bell with you and you've eaten a burrito too, you ass. <laughs> They're delicious. We go after baseball practice nearly every day, and you are eating them too. And why wouldn't you be? But instead, you know, as a kid, you know, growing up a little Latin kid, you have to grin and bear it because you're outnumbered. It's either hey, I can sit here and I can put up and uh, for my convictions. Or I can stay silent and let uh, let these people get away with it, which I did. And I don't do that anymore. We'll run bits here on the radio. Mm-hmm. But when it goes too far, it's what I'm saying. The people call up, they all of a sudden they think it's okay to start giving out their Mexican jokes. No, it's not. 
I had to take that ca uh, crap when I was growing up. I'm not going to do it as a talk show host in America. It's not going to happen. Dude, I had such an identity issue because when I was growing up, I was told so much growing up in Texas how awful Mexicans were and how they're dirty. And you're taught in your school systems that Mexicans were the enemy and remember the Alamo and this, well, that, and the other. The funny thing is, if you ever pick up a, a textbook... The only time you see a Mexican is if he's uh, living in a grass hut or some kind of uh, mud hut. Yeah, but know? essentially, when you brought up thinking that we're savages. Exactly, that's what I'm trying to say. That's yeah. that's the only thing they'll show you in a uh, book. Or if they do, you're uh, wearing a really tight, uh, like a uh, really tight, uh, like a uh, like a '80s rock shirt, you know. And it's never it's never anything up to date or non stereotypical. Or there's a big uh, sombrero over our face, and we're underneath a tree taking a nap. You know what? I always wanted one of those hats. It, it always looks so comfortable, that guy napping with that hat on. It is. I mean, I don't know. But I had such an identity crisis growing up that when people would ask me, am I white or am I Mexican, I would say I'm white, even to my own family. And they would sit there, my own family, my own Mexican family would sit there and laugh. But at the, at that my answer was wh that I'm white. They'd sit there and laugh. Yet they had no idea what I was going through growing up as a kid because I didn't want to be Mexican. Because Mexicans were supposedly savages and dirty. And I have fair skin. Anyone who's ever seen pictures of me on RealRadio.fm, I can pass, quote-unquote, for a white person if I wanted to. I could easily say on this, that, or the other. And that's part of the reason why I chose the name El Jefe. And it just bums me out, man. This kid's 13 and 14 years old, and it's 2005. The sad thing is. And it's happening everywhere. It's not yeah, just mid-Michigan. It's central Florida. It's West Texas. It's Manhattan. It's Los Angeles. When is it going to end already? No time soon, sadly. It's awful, dude. As a kid, man, I'm like, I hated myself. Because because of my heritage? I don't even... Why? I mean, have you ever... And I'm sitting here talking to... I don't know. May, I'm talking to a Jewish guy. Or, you know... Did you have any of these issues, uh, Daron? An Italian over there. And, and, and four wasps who were in the room. Did you ever have to grow up... Hating who you were? Because of what you were taught in school? I mean, maybe it did. I don't know. But to an extent. Tell me about it. I want to know. I mean, it depends on... I mean, if you're white in America, you definitely have a upper hand, you know? But, I mean, everybody has their, their things they grew up with, reasons why they hate themselves in school. I mean, me personally... I had my mom clean the school. That wasn't easy. And that, that, but, uh, you know, I would say uh, probably 50% of the jokes made in school. You know, I mean, it, 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 everybody. But here's the thing. You can escape that. You wow. could, you could go to another, you can go to another town where nobody knows what your oh, mom does for a living. I could. When you leave, people don't have to know. Like, even when you grow up. You grow up, you move to Lansing, you work in radio. Nobody knows that you are, uh, that your mom's a janitor. Unless you say it. 
It's like there's this stigma that I can't even escape, and I don't even know what the stigma is. I can't even understand it. It seems so foreign. I don't know. I don't even get it. I don't know. 407-916-1041, I mean, I understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. and I understand that you had that like when you were in your town. Yeah. You know? But that it just continues to go on. I don't know. Chunks? Uh, I mean, I always had to just grow up with, like, Joe Pesci jokes and mob jokes. Like, did you go kill someone? You can eat pizza. You can eat spaghetti. But... The funny thing is, his answer is always yes. Yeah, that's true, unfortunately. And we do watch The Godfather uh, every holiday, all three of them in a row. And that's, that's, that's no joke. But, I mean, you know, people don't need to comment about it. But, I mean, beyond that, it wasn't really, uh, you know, anything, you know, that harsh. It was just, you know, just this typical pizza and pasta sauce and all that stuff. I'm hungry now. Yeah, again, delicious. Did you have something? No. I mean, I, could, I guess I could kind of relate. Um, only the difference with me, though, is a lot of times being Jewish, you're just hearing the remarks made and no one knows you're Jewish. Yeah. So then it's... it's that, that has to be a little uncomfortable, too, where, you, you know... Like uh, someone throws out a Jew thing or something, or like you yeah. know something like like for that being a replacement word for cheap, and then you're just standing right there, you can't. You and, know. You, and because no one knows, it's like in your head, it's like, okay, do I turn myself into the jerk and throw <laughs> something out, or do I just let it slide? Yeah, and and then I in the situation that I was, I had to t- I turned myself into the jerk because I didn't want to beaten that day in baseball practice or in football practice or anywhere else. And maybe it's a little bit uh, different because it was in Texas and there was such a thing between, you know, the Texans and, and uh, well, not even Texans, but the white Texans and the Mexican Texans. My thing is it's the person saying it, whether or not they mean it, you know, if they actually mean it or if it's a joke. If it's a joke, I don't take offense to it. But if someone legitimately hates a specific type of person, let's say a Mexican, and you're Mexican, yeah, that's not cool. And they're yelling at you to go eat a burrito or something? Yeah, but if it's Dubs making a little joke at you, like, hey, you want a chimichanga with that, and he's your friend... Now I want to punch you for that. Dubs said it. I did not. Don't be putting your Jewish words in my mouth, you freak bag. Because that's what you guys do. Yeah. You spin everything. Oh, boy. Anthony and Kissimmee are in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Anthony? Hey, uh... I wanted to say a couple of things. Mm-hmm. First of all, you know, you guys go through it. Haitians, Haitians have been going through it for the last, what, 30 years? Thanks to, uh, Wyclef Jean when he came out with his, uh, with his, uh, very pro, pro Haitian. He's very patriotic and everything like that. And he was somebody in the media that was putting somebody and some, something positive. Right. That made somebody realize, that made kids, Haitian kids realize that they could, you know, they could identify with their Haitian heritage because all they see on the media is uh, negativity about Haiti no, all it, the time. It, 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 no, I, I completely, I hear you. There's Anthony. a lot of Haiti haters. There really is. There's a huge negative outlook. And that's part of the reason, honestly, why I chose the name El, El Jefe because I wanted mainstream people. To be able to identify with a Latin guy without really knowing that, like, you have to speak Spanish in order to talk to me, technically, El Jefe, but at the same time, it's not, 
it's not really thought of. Mm-hmm. And in a way, it's I think, I hope, it's hoping to you know break some of those barriers and have people accept. Man, there were times when I was El Jefe in red, redneck Michigan. And it was cool and it was interesting because I was kind of breaking barriers a little bit. You know what I mean? Hanging out, drinking beers at NASCAR events where I was the only person of color. And so it was cool on that hand. I don't know. It's just, man, it's very different. It's very odd. All right, Matt Albert says whenever school had fried chicken for lunch, he had to avoid it because the, he knew the jokes would follow. But everybody else was eating it. I know. Isn't that what's crazy? It's like, look at you. You were stuffing your face with a drumstick. Damn, is it good. But you can't have none. Because I'll make fun of you till no end. All right, 407-916-1041, I just had to get that off my chest. I don't hate you, little brother. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. I honestly feel bad for him. And I just hope one day he learns. I was just... Here's the thing. I was such a self-hating Republican Mexican growing up. Wow. There's a lot of bad stuff going on there. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what was worse. The Republican part. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I hated everything. I was one of these Mexicans uh, hating on affirmative action. I was one of these uh, Mexicans who believed English only. One of these just morons. Uneducated morons, essentially, is what I was. How old were you uh, at that point I was before all, you made the turn? That was all through high school. Yeah? It probably had to be maybe sophomore year of college that I started learning, pay, paying attention, experiencing a little bit more of the world, coming to realize, hey, wait a second. Because if you were like you know, 12 years old thinking all this stuff, Republican stuff, I'd be, be a little odd. No, I definitely in high school, man. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. I feel a little bit better. Good. All right, you can bring your brother in tomorrow. He didn't really say that anyway. I just made that up with the burrito. I thought it was funny, and I I wanted to get the joke out. Oh. Then I take it all back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Hideout Game Show. Hey, Hideout. Hey, Hideout. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Don't forget that Stedman is at the Scotch Corner Pub in Kissimmee till 9 o'clock. Party out there. Highway 192 between mile markers uh, 13 and 14. One mile west of Medieval Times, Scotch Corner Pub. It's the best place for locals in Kissimmee. Karaoke, drink prices, great place to hang out. You can be out there. I think they're going to be out there for a little bit longer than 9 o'clock, too. Hey, did you see where in Chicago the, uh, the mayor is saying, hey, our kids are stupid. How about we keep them in school six days a week? That makes sense. I mean, they've been doing that uh, over in uh, uh, different countries for a while now, and uh, we've been behind the curve. Well, that's exactly what he said. He guess he took a trip to China, and he goes, um, that's the way they're doing it over there. Chinese students learn English early in their school career, 
don't have a summer break, and spend more days in school each week than American children. If you notice, they keep on making that summer break shorter and shorter every year, too. When you were in high school, did you ever have an exchange student come to your school? Uh, yeah. I, we had one come from Germany, and his work ethic, I mean, he was... His work ethic was better than everyone's, for starters, but he was way smarter than we were. And he, he spoke better English than we did. <laughs> All right, that's got to suck. Yeah. Some guy from a completely foreign land comes over and shows you up in your own native tongue. I'm very surprised, and I've said this before, I'm very surprised. Like, I hear high school students around here get out at, like, 1 o'clock. Yeah, it's like 140 or 150 or something like that. I, had, I don't understand how students don't go to school from 9 to 5. Only on Wednesdays they get out at 1.40. I don't know, here in, in Orange County? Uh, anywhere. Like okay, I, I know there's some schools around here. In Florida, man, I, wherever it is. They get out an hour early on Wednesday. Why, Why? is it only on Wednesday out of all days? I don't know. I loved it when I was in high school, though. I'm sure it's great when you're in high school, but because I'm thinking, too, imagine all the trouble you can get into from 1 o'clock till 5 o'clock or even 7 o'clock when your parents get home. You know, my thing, I always enjoyed it just because... From the time 14 on, I worked, but there's a ton of people who were doing nothing that time. You know, they went home and watched General Hospital. Uh, you know what? Bad Monkey, our boy who used to run our website, uh, Real Radio or uh, RadioHideout.com, said the original reason for the summer break was for the kids to help harvest. I didn't even know that. Well, that doesn't make sense because harvesting would be in uh, fall. That's what he says. And why would you? Are you questioning Bad Monkey now? Yes. And uh, it really wouldn't. It might be planning, but. Right, whatever the case, maybe it was related to the farms. And mm. when was the last time you actually heard of that going down? Hmm. All right, 407 the Star 1041 and your singular wireless phones. I always thought, though, that you should go from 9 to 5 if you're a student. I just think about how much how better off we'd be. You know what I mean? I don't know necessarily nine. I think maybe uh, eight to four. So maybe uh, the parents are there to make sure the kids get up and out. Because if the if the parents are there, you know, when you were especially in high school and when you were driving yourself to school, if your parents weren't there to wake you up, you weren't getting up. How about this? Eight to six. That way the parents can drop them off and then pick them up. And say you get an hour lunch break. Yeah, you get a nice longer lunch break out of it because get an you're going... hour, get an hour of PE. Maybe you make maybe you make uh, these uh, secondary languages mandatory. Don't you think it's asinine that here in America we're the only ones who say, "Hey, we're not going we don't need to know another language." And, and why is it that uh, the uh, the schools for some reason don't think because it's not like the kids are doing manual labor or anything in school that they they can't go to uh, school for eight hours. They have to go for these uh, shorter periods. Yeah, what else are they doing? Well, I think maybe that it's the extra the extracurricular activities such as sports, mainly sports. I don't really know any other ones. But I mean, like football practice is right after school when you get out at six or seven. If right. school gets out at six, when you do football practice. All right, you uh, do it till eight. Bad monkey says, how about eight to eight? And then any practices you want to be a part of are a part of your day. And you're, uh, you know, you can join whatever team or kind of uh, any kind of uh, club you want to join, and that can be part of your day. And you know what, too? Those bad kids, the bad kids who didn't ever want to stick around for practice, because man, there were some kids in my high school that were badass in sports, but they always wanted to leave and not stick around for practice. And the coach would let them? 
No, no, they, 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 they wouldn't even... be part of the team because they wanted to go smoke weed or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, they wouldn't even join the team, so they'd go get high. I'll All tell right. you what, for a while we were doing this morning practice for wrestling. I'd be driving to school, bacon. I would never show up. I'd always end up at Fargo Farms having me a nice uh, omelet. Like two a days were the worst. Yeah. The morning practice, then you have to go right to practice after school, too. Ugh. Did you have to practice on, like, winter break? Yeah. But they they kind of tried to make it fun for you. You know, they gave you, this, like, this one game day, like, uh, where we would do uh, uh, no rule soccer and uh, dodgeball and all this kind of stuff. With your football team? Or wrestling with, the, team. with the wrestling team? Mm-hmm. That was always fun, too, when the baseball team got to go out and play basketball together, like five-on-five five, or mm-hmm. maybe even football, flag football. Or I'm getting word that Florida says two credits in high school, two credits in college to learn a language. That's not learning yeah. a language. No, it's uh, able to go to the bathroom in another country. That's able to ask where, which way to go in another country. You aren't actually learning a language. You get, like, five phrases down, and you're, you're done from there. I'm telling you, man, we're behind the times. Oh, speaking of that, all right, you know what? Not knowing Spanish screwed me from getting some ass. How so? Friday night. I'm gonna talk about it next. With that, uh, with that chick over at uh, Cheers. You think that could have uh, put you over the edge? Possibly. I want to tell that story next. This chick had great hair, a great smile, big and, boobs, and the boobs you would not even imagine. Actually, I did imagine later. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Al Hefe and J-Dubs. It's Tuesday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. You know, I get this email all the time. Uh, hey, boys, wondering how I can become a heretic, a Hideout heretic. Um... And people wanting the heretic cards. Mm-hmm. The heretic cards are available to you when you come up to the open door policy. And you become a heretic of the show by just getting involved. Mm-hmm. Making a name for yourself. Phone calling, open door policy, coming out to the gigs, doing something. You know, there are a being lot. Being somebody. Being, exactly. you got to be somebody. And if you bring a girl to open door, you'll stand out pretty good. That always helps. Heretics, heretics. And everyone with the hideout uh, heretic cards is going to cut a uh, ID voiceover for the show that we're going to play coming back from the commercial breaks. So basically, your voice is going to be in rotation here at Real Radio. That's another added bonus. you just uh, being more part of the show, more of the, fiber, the, uh, the fabric of uh, the hideout. And we also use the heretics, too, to see if we can find any future talent. Because Lord knows we don't have anybody that's sitting there thinking, hey, can I, how can I make this segment better? Instead, let's just stare at the floor. Nightmare Dave, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey. <laughs> you guys got me in so much trouble last night. You know that? How so? You got the pick. Yeah, it's real home. funny back there. Yeah, I, I came home and opened up my front door, and my girl's standing there. She's like, I'm crazy, huh? And I tried to tell her that was a bit, and it was, they were just giving me crap, and she made me sleep on the couch last night. Because she was so pissed off at me. Because, because you got the uh, tattoo of the hideout logo on your chest. Well, not no, not because of the tattoo. Because you guys, when we were doing, when we were talking about the uh, what constitutes cheating and whatnot, and uh, you know, I, you guys were giving me crap saying that she was loco. You know, because I said that she would be a little mad about if I confided in another woman. Uh oh. 
And then you were like, well, why are you making that little crazy signal? And I, I wasn't. And she thought I was, and I was in so much trouble. I remember that from last night. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we kind of set Nightmare Dave up a little bit. And so you had to sleep on the couch with your new... Ta- yeah, with your, I uh, yeah, I had to sleep on the couch, and right now she's in the shower. And tonight I'm going to have to go down south and ring the bell like I never rang it before. <laughs> Hold on one second. Why do you have to sleep on the couch? If she's truly that mad at you, why doesn't she go sleep on the couch? If she doesn't want to be around you... Why do you have to go sleep you just on the couch? Got done, she doesn't. You just got done getting a tattoo to prove your love so you guys go to Vegas and get married. Yeah, I don't know. She's still kind of a little mad about what? the uh, tattoo, but she's she's okay with it because well, I mean, I mean, for the wedding and stuff. But yeah, still, you know. she's cool with it, but she's not. I mean, that that's part of the yeah. craziness you were telling us about last night. <laughs> Off the air. She's not crazy. <laughs> Off the air. <laughs> You're going to get me in more trouble, man. Stop it. All right, Nightmare Dave, see you. Yeah, we woke them up. They're stirring now. They're jumping around. I never thought about it that way because I'm never in relationships. But that's true. If your girlfriend says, hey, you're sleeping on the couch, can't you just plop your body on the bed and say, nope? Or how about this? I'm going to sleep on the floor right next to you in the bed. I'm going to sleep on the couch. I actually like sleeping on the floor. I don't know what it is. feels good. Every once in a while. I like to take a nap on the floor, but if I sleep the whole night on the floor... It kills me. Look, I don't want to run down Nightmare Dave or his chick, because God knows I love them both. But, given the scenario where you're already catching crap, and you just got done getting a tattoo mm-hmm. for her. For the crazy, as you called her? No, not stop. <laughs> just stop. He didn't call her crazy, okay? He did not call her crazy. Okay, psycho. I don't. I, I can't get caught up in these these just formalities. But if she's already be giving you a beginning to give you a lot of uh, mess about that, where's the relationship going to go? Yeah, what are you and how, going to do? And think about how much flack you're going to be catching in the future. And if you're beginning to already see those signs, do you say, hey, wait a second. Maybe we just go enjoy a vacation as opposed to going and eloping in Vegas. It's not a bad idea. Maybe you should do that. I mean, he did, he did compare her to that chicken monster. Which stop? No, dude. Seriously, stop it. Seriously, stop it. No, he didn't. Oh, he did. I remember now. No, he didn't. <laughs> do not get the dude in trouble. He has a tattoo of the logo on his on his chest. You're not here to get him in trouble. All right. I know it's fun to you right now, but you're all you're about to ruin a man's life. It's not funny at all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. All right, let's do the hideout headline game show. Give away some prizes because we got to break early. We've been yelled at about breaking on time. Yes, we got to keep on a schedule here. So we'll come back and give you some prizes and get caught up with the day's headlines. Great prizes to give away. Your chance to be a winner right now. Remember when you call ladies to the front of the line and heretics to the front of the line. Also an added bonus. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. You primitive screwheads, listen up. Welcome to the Headlines Game Show. Time to see what you think you know. Can you walk the smart guy talk or are you livestock? Try open your eye and see what you can find. You might just win a prize. Here's the trick. Are you sheep falling asleep on your feet? Headlines 
Game Show. Headlines Game Show. Headlines Game Show, yeah. Real Radio 104.1, the hideout, hideout headline game show. Time for you to be a winner. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. All right, you got five categories. World, national, local, sports, entertainment. You, um, true, false, multiple choice, fill in the blank. Your chance to get caught up on the day's headlines, also win some prizes. And uh, Putin is your host. Here's Dave in Winter Springs. Which category you want to kick it off with, my friend? I'll pick national. Here's national news. National news is multiple choice, sir. Jose Padilla, an American citizen, has been charged by a grand jury with conspiring to murder, maim, and kidnap individuals, as well as provide material support to terrorists. How long has he been in jail? Is it A, three days, B, three weeks, C, three months, or D, three years? Uh, three years. That is correct, sir. You know what the hell's going on. Hold on, Dave. You are a winner. So they held him for three years without charging him? Yeah, he was labeled an enemy combatant. That lovely catch-all phrase. Oh, I mean, you know, it's a it's a speedy trial. And so, if you get labeled that, even if you're a United States citizen, you get held three years without being charged. Yep. So he's now, if he does get charged and he uh, ends up getting, you know, convicted, those three years won't count, right? No, and not at all. Actually, I'm not sure. The stuff he's up for might even be death, right? Like, because that's treason, essentially. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but what if he uh, he's found not guilty? Will they, uh, you know, give him that three years back somehow? Maybe give him some potion where he can live three years longer? Uh, or even pay him uh, cash for the three years he's lost? Yeah, somehow I don't think so. Hmm. I probably doubt that. Yeah. That's fair. Trust him. Trust our government. Fair. Yeah, that sounds like a democracy, doesn't it? Uh, hideout Heretic Mariner. We don't, we don't torture, that's all I know. In Orlando, you're next up. Actually, hey. we do, we just say we don't. Uh, which category do you want, Mariner? Uh, I'll take local. All right, here's local news of Putin. Local news is fill in the blank. This Major League Florida sports team has received permission from its organization to begin relocation efforts because they cannot have a new stadium. Which the team? Mighty- the mighty Florida Marlins. That is correct, sir. You know what the hell's going on. All right, you are a winner. Hold on, my friend. I didn't know they still were the Florida Marlins. That's what sucks, too, is they're really good. Or they have been. Won two World Series in the past, like, five, uh, ten years or something, mm-hmm. which is a really big deal. Yeah, I mean, if especially for a, a team that really doesn't get the backing. Let me just say this real fast, and we can get into it later on. Uh, Orlando, do not screw up and lose the magic. Pay for the stadium. And I have a long list of reasons uh, why I believe so. Mainly because I've lived in other towns and have seen what new stadiums can do for uh, areas. uh, Specifically Baltimore, Detroit, Arlington, Texas. And when you lose and when you are not the home of a major sports franchise you lose legitimacy yeah credibility and uh you know just as being a city you just do and you know sports are such a fabric of american society 
does Orlando really want to be a Grand Rapids? Now, I know we still have Disney and Universal, and that's great. But at the same time, you lose legitimacy as a city in the United States of America if you do not have at least one pro franchise. Mm -hmm. I know it. I've seen it. And that's the last thing you want to do. Jacksonville never came uh, up to me on the map until the Jaguars started going there. Great example. Go Jaguars. And there are countless others. Would you ever hear? Would you ever think of Green Bay as a city? Look yeah. at what. Look at San Antonio. San Antonio is yeah. another one. If it were not for the Spurs, and maybe the Saints in the future. Yeah, exactly. Why do you think they're trying to literally steal it? Mm-hmm. Oklahoma City is another one. You give it a couple years, and if the Hornets end up staying there, I'm telling you, and I've seen it in other towns where I've lived, and how it's literally turned towns around. You don't want to lose the magic here, even if it's only for 41 days out of the year. You just don't want to do it. Joe and Castleberry, you're next up in the hideout. War, world sports or entertainment? What do you want to go with, uh, Joe? I'll go with entertainment. All right, here's entertainment news with Putin. Entertainment is multiple choice tonight. This nighttime anchor will be retiring tonight after 42 years in the business. Is it A, Ted Koppel, B, Peter Jennings, C, Dan Rather, or D, John Stewart? Uh, Dan Rather. I'm sorry, sir, you haven't a clue about the world in which you live. It's Ted Koppel of Nightline. Yes. Ted Koppel, uh, rounding it out. I heard he's going to go to HBO. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, Nightline's always a show that I like. But never theory. watch. Yeah. Never watch it. I've only watched it a few times. Like, I, I see something that's going to happen on Nightline. I'm like, oh, cool, I'll watch. You know, it's like a 60 Minutes type thing where I see something cool and I'll watch it. But I see something cool going on on uh, Nightline, never watch it. Uh, Tommy, you're next up in the hideout on Road Radio. You want uh, world or sports? Uh, let's go with sports. I right, hear sports, Putin. Sports news is fill in the blank, sir. This quarterback, to the delight of fervent fans across the nation, will be returning to play this Sunday against the Indianapolis Colts. I can tell you this. I'll give you a little hint. The majority of the Shannon Burke show is ecstatic over it. Um, uh, yeah. The guy from Pittsburgh. Uh, Which guy? You know what? That's good enough for me. Yeah, you're I a winner. It. You're a winner. Hold on, Ben Roethlisberger. Well, yeah, Roethlisberger. That's a tough name, anyway. Roethlisberger's coming back. Now, do you think they're going to be uh, big enough to stop uh, the undefeated Indianapolis Colts? No, of course not. No possible way. And here we go. We'll roll up with Sinatra one more time in Orlando. You're left with world news, my friend. Go ahead. Uh, Putin. All right. World news is true or false. Sinatra, a London newspaper, has reported that George Bush wanted to blow up the Al Jazeera network, uh, TV network in Iraq. Is that true or is it false? Uh, I'll say it's false. I'm sorry, sir. It is actually true. You haven't a clue about George Bush's pyromaniac dreams. Well, the, when you uh, want to uh, take a, a country and uh, turn them into a democracy, the best thing to do is take away their news and uh, any kind of speech that they have going on there. I think that's the cornerstone of what we're trying to build. Destroy the press. Well, they've been trying that over here. Well, actually, they have control of it, mm -hmm. at least a part of it, so they it's did. okay. They did. I think it's starting to bite them in the ass now, though. I'm telling you, watch Control Room. Do yourself a favor over this extended holiday weekend and watch the movie Control Room. Didn't a part of it get hit? Yeah. Al Jazeera? There was a reporter that got killed. Mm -hmm. And questions are that our government was the one who killed him. 
as he was reporting from Baghdad. Well, with these types of things coming out, it makes it a little bit more uh, feasible. Apparently, and it's, it hasn't been confirmed or denied. Well, actually, the, the, the administration has come out and denied it. And now Al Jazeera wants like a full probe. But mm. apparently it was a meeting with the president, Tony Blair. And Blair's like, dude, <laughs> you cannot blow up Al Jazeera. It's just like, you know, like uh, when, when your friend comes up to you and goes, you know, I really like cocaine, but I think I want to try heroin. Dude, I'm, I know. I know what you're into. But you're going down a ugly, ugly road if you do that. We're already screwing up enough with the coke. Let's not dip into the heroin. Coke's fun. We have a good time. But I'm not into the needle. Greg and Daytona, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Greg? How you doing? Yo, dope. Long time listener. I just want to make a comment. Yeah. How many, how many years ago did the magic By the way, show up in Orlando? Hold on a second. Turn the stupid music off, please. It's killing me. Thank <laughs> you. Um, let's see, how long have the Magic been in town? What, since, uh, what, 90? I think it was the early 90s, right? They, might they, have said, they said they turned the town of Orlando around. I don't know I about that. I think it was that. 15 years ago. I yeah, probably around 15. Right. Has, has it turned the town around? I don't know. You'd be a better, uh, you'd answer that one better, because we just got here. I, I don't think so. You I think, but I think it's given, uh, more legitimacy to people looking from the outside. I don't know if that matters to you. Yeah. Now they, now, now they want the taxpayers to pay for a new stadium, right? Well, there's uh, one cent on every uh, every dollar that a uh, hotel takes in in Orlando is put towards convention centers and stadiums. The problem is they would we've already had a new stadium for the Magic, but the, uh, the uh, hotels have been wanting to put more convention centers by their hotels. And so that more people come and use the hotels. Mm-hmm. So that's the problem right now. It's not that the money hasn't been raised for it already. It's uh, the hotel owners trying to uh, create new convention centers that will, in turn, have hotels in them. Magic been in town since 1989. Thanks for the phone call, Greg. That's what I said. 89? Well, you were from here. I would hope you would know that. Oh, here's my point. I've seen the ballpark in Arlington and how it totally revitalized Arlington, Texas. To the point that Arlington, Texas may now get um, the Cowboys and their new stadium... And Irving, Texas, losing the Cowboys is going to be devastating. Yeah, and, well, even when we were in D.C., them deciding what uh, area to put the new national stadium in was a big deal because they wanted to put it into a semi-bad area to kind of build up that area. Same thing in Detroit, Mm -hmm. where Pontiac, Michigan, they no longer play at the Silverdome. No, now they have Ford Field, which is in downtown Detroit, and that whole downtown area... Is turning around, just like when they put the uh, the Comerica down there. When they put Comerica Field down there, and now Pontiac is losing revenue because people aren't going there on eight Sundays out of a year. Mm-hmm. Big revenue, too. It's the same thing. And then you give another example, Baltimore, Maryland. And Baltimore is just a, was a horrid town and still in a lot of res- respects is, except for that inner harbor. That area where the, the, the Raymond James is up? No, it's... Uh, uh, Camden Yards. Yeah. And uh, also Camden Yards and uh, whatever uh, the the Ravens play in. Yeah, yeah, it. Raymond James. Ra- no, Raymond. no, no, it's um, M&T Bank or something. Yeah. It's something like that. Yeah. I, and Chunks gives me the example of Chinatown was horrid before they put the MCI Center down in, in D.C., and now that place is uh, a nice little area to go down to. And I know you don't think, hey, there's a, this millionaire billionaire owns the magic. 
and we shouldn't have to pay for this. But you have to realize the added benefits that come out for the city. More people going downtown, more people running off into town, more uh, bringing more revenue to the local bar owners, local restaurants, more people getting familiar and comfortable with hanging out downtown just by the pure fact of going to maybe two or three Magic games a year. Yeah, they're already down there, so they figure we'll uh, hang out here, and then they end up spending more money. Also, uh, this is an odd area where you already have a tax built in for this, you know, and you you aren't you know trying to pass things for it. You have the money collected daily for this type of thing to happen, and they aren't using it to kind of help the locals. And on a non on a non financial aspect, don't you think that uh, having a sports team in your city brings it together? It's like a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. You go and you root on your team. The guy sitting next to you might be a complete stranger. During the game, he's your best friend. I'm not gonna lie. It would help if the Magic were a little bit better, as in San Antonio. San Antonio unites around those Spurs. There's nothing else but that black and silver. Boston's I, another uh, city like that where they just. That's why they are Boston, is because they're so you know just. They have such a uh, love for their teams, and they all can relate to it. And, you know, and I, I don't know what it was like before, before 89, before the Magic got here. But I see these other big, legitimate, somewhat legitimate towns that don't have a pro sports franchise. And you just, I don't know. I mean, Putin says he's read studies that deny any important economic development. Dude, you can read all the studies you want. I've been in Dallas, Detroit, D.C., and Baltimore, and I've seen what it does. And I've seen how it revitalizes. You can read studies. I've seen it firsthand. I know it's important. Dave in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Dave? Hey, what's up, gentlemen? How you doing? All right, brother. Good. Hey, listen, as somebody who's lived here for a while and remembers when the Magic had Shaq and Penny and were actually good and mattered, People cared about the team, and people were into it. And then, you know, the only reason nobody's into the Magic these days, they've changed over so many people that they're just now starting to get a cast of characters together that have any identity. And, you know, too, and the other thing is the Magic got some good young stars. Yeah. I mean, it's going to take a little while. Yeah, and how bad gonna, will that hurt? It's going to take some time, but they're going to be good. And how bad will that hurt right when uh, they decide to leave? That's when they're good, and I'm, you can't stop it from happening. I'm telling you, dude, Dwight Howard is a stud, and he's, what, 19 years old? Maybe 20? And this kid is going to dominate in the NBA for a very long time. He may not be Shaq, but he's going to be... I mean, he has the potential to be a, a Tim Duncan-like guy here in three, and four years. That, who's he learning from? Grant Hill. You know, and and Grant Hill, as much as he's had issues physically, is still a guy you want around. And you're right. He's, he's a class act. Exactly. And I'm telling you, you don't want to lose the magic. You just, we don't. I don't I don't want to be in a town that doesn't have a major sports franchise. It just makes it that much more fun. We've been in Lansing, Michigan. Where we have the lug nuts of all things to watch. A single-A affiliate. <laughs> Which isn't even, it's not even affiliate anymore, is it? I don't think so. And that even did a lot for Lansing, that one little single-A team. And then what happens if the Magics leave and they decide to go ahead and tear down the TD Waterhouse? I don't know if that's a possibility, but if it did, we're not getting System of a Down, we're not getting Nine Inch Nails, we're driving to Tampa to see shows. Oh, dude, that's it's just I'm telling, I've been there, I've done that, I've seen it, and the uh, and the Predators play there too, so that means we lose the Orlando Predators, maybe. 
No, I don't know about that. I don't want to go starting any rumors. Well, I didn't say that. You you just, <laughs> you just said, said it. it. Who, Chunks? That was clever. <laughs> You're a funny one, Jerome. All right, let's take a break and come back. <laughs> Hold on, right, real fast. Raphael Maitland, what's going on, dude? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? All right. Great. Uh, just wanted to know if I can uh, become a true heretic by tattooing the logo on my ass. Wow. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Uh, you want a logo, they want the hideout logo on your ass. That's right. All right, the boys at Trinity Tattoo are hooking us up outstanding, but I'm, I, um, wow. Yeah, I mean, that's hardcore. That is pretty intense. All right, tell you what, email me, and I'm going to see what we can do for you. Eljefe at WTKS.com. E-L-J-E-F-E. Because I've seen people try to uh, uh, email me and put your name in. I know you don't get these emails because it's H-E-F-F-E. It's like, hey, take a look at the website. It's right there for you. If you want to get the logo, you should see the name right on it. How about this? How about you get a hanger, singe the end of it, and make yourself a nice homemade hideout tattoo? That would mean a lot more. You'd be the first as far as that goes. Instead of doing tattoos, why don't you guys make a, a brand and just brand people? All right, that would be awesome. Could we do that? I don't know if they allow branding anymore. I think branding is only legal in like two states, and I don't think Florida's one of them. Maybe it is. Hey, we can shoot people if we feel threatened. I'm sure branding is legal. All right, let's take a break. All right. Dirty Howie's pissed. He goes, he goes, Nightmare Dave got a trip to Vegas for his tattoo, and he got a seat on the death train to uh, Cocoa Beach. Good to know Dirty Howie's back around. The guy who got the first heretic tattoo. And you can, you know, be happy with that. And there's no one that can take that away from you. And Unless he's got... it's a crazy bus driver that'll drive you into a wall. Right. Uh, you know that chick I was talking about that mm-hmm. we met Friday night? Apparently she's listening. Nice. I'm going to talk about her and going out with the heretics on uh, Friday night and what that was like. A little story time with Al and J-Dubs involving a very hot chick and a very annoying dude. It's the hideout. boobs. <laughs> it's the hideout, Row Radio 104.1. All right, it's the Hideout Bill Radio 104.1. I'll have fan J-Dubs on a Tuesday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 104.1 on your singular wireless phone. Tomorrow night, uh, last uh, show for the week. So we're going to have Mark Sadam on at 8 o'clock to talk about fantasy football. We'll talk to Madam Monkey as usual on Wednesday nights. Uh, MidnightMonkey.com, N-I-T-E. Um, she's our sexpert. Um, also, too, the Heretics will be coming in. I want the Heretics to do a little, like, a, a Thanksgiving theme. Maybe okay. a nice little uh, Heretic Thanksgiving potluck. So we're all basically family now. We all love to hang out with each other um, on and off the air. So everybody bring in a little dish to share with the rest of the Heretics, and we'll all have a, a nice early Thanksgiving meal. Right. I don't know what it is, but I can eat any time during the day, and I still get hungry from hours of 7 to 11. Yeah. Like, insanely hungry. Because you're fat. No, me too. I'm 
I'm starving like a maniac during the show. That's why I usually bring something, man, because I know I can't do it. You see, I, I, I don't feel I, I, I don't want to bring a lunchbox every day, you know, because I know I'll eat it on the way in. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'll always be popping that thing open, snacking, and I'll never have any at seven. So I always hope that some will just show up. So speaking of hanging out with the heretics, mm-hmm. so. Friday night, as usual, we all go out after the open door policy. Oh, one more quick thing, real fast, about tomorrow night. Are we going to do the speed dating with your mom with the heretics? Uh, we can give it a try. Wait, what does that mean? I don't know if she's going to be here when the heretics are here. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, I thought. All right, never. All right, fair enough. So anyway, we hang out with the heretics every time over the after the open door, as we're going to tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so we went over to this little place here in the uh, neighborhood. Cheers. And we're over there. And um, I guess it's you, me, um, Jose, formerly known as Jose, now known as Not Jefe, because he goes around passing himself off as me. So he's now known as Not Jefe. Uh, I believe Jimmy Jam... um, Chunks is there. Mm-hmm. Eric of the Promotions Goddess is there. Mm-hmm. Um, Chick Fil A John and John Locke are there. Who else was there? If you Misfit Matt. Misfit Matt was there. Yeah. So, so all hanging out and having a good mm-hmm. time. And apparently, uh, Heretic Not Hefe knows this very hot bartender who works there. I don't even remember what her name was. We'll call her Boobs. Mm-hmm. Because Boob that, McGee. yeah, Boobs McGee works there. It, this chick was, I, I, and I don't know, maybe it was dark, maybe uh, I was tipsy already. Gorgeous, I thought. Very, very pretty. And just like great kind of blondish, brownish hair. I'm not interested in her name. I didn't really need to know it. <laughs> um, What else does she have? Uh, great face, great smile. Petite, mm. but like these boobs and the cleavage was sick and sane. What, what now, were they, D's? They had to be D's. Now, the thing about her boobs, me and Jimmy Jam were sitting there, had a whole conversation about them for 45 minutes nonstop, no lie. Now, if you, you can talk about boobs on one lady for 45 minutes, you have, they have to be pretty nice. Right, so I'm getting more C cups. Do we think they're real? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're real. They seem to have a real feel. They're not? No, no, I, I could tell they... Hang on, you were touching on them? No, I wasn't. I, you could tell they probably weren't real, no. Really? Yeah, like, uh, if you saw them hanging like we were, we were watching her as she'd bend over all the time, probably not real. How come no one called me? Okay, so here's the thing. Why? Uh, you know, first of all, too... I'll call you. Mo! That's, your, that's your name. It's a high night real radio 104.1. So, her boobs were so great, I kept... Getting caught staring at him. Mm-hmm. And it, I finally gave up with the look away, the quick look away that you do whenever you're staring at boobs. Where you're like, you know, you're sitting there and you're staring, and then you do the quick, oh, yeah, dubs, right. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever you say, buddy. The, the technique I always use when you're staring is if they look at you, you just look slightly to the left of them like you're looking past her. It works. Now, here's the thing. Um, Boobs McGee was so hot and so annoying 
like just really a loud mouth kind of chick. <laughs> with no, I didn't think so. With no ass. That really oh, bummed she, me out. She had a cute ass. Because I'm an ass guy. Hmm? And when it's when it's all like boobs and no ass, it disturbs me because things need to be symmetrical according to me. They need to be even, somewhat. Was it flat or just small? Not flat. Because there's a difference. No, I know. Trust me, I know. I study these things. So anyway, the thing that really turned me off to her, despite how hot she was, was the fact that immediately she starts talking about her ex-boyfriend and how she had to break up with him because he was young and needed to have his heart broken. And to me, I thought... You're crazy. No, I like that. I thought what? I actually I thought that was great. What the hell does that mean? No, because she did that kid a favor. In a year and a half, he would have been miserable and wondering what else could I get, you know? But since he broke up, he he's kind of, she's kind of hardened him and made him, you know, kind of cold and callous towards women, which I really dig. I wish more women would do that. Seriously? Yeah, definitely. Sounds like out of doubt. Did you have your heart broken? No, actually, it's never happened. Do you wish you did? Do you feel like no. you've missed out? No, but I, I think it's a, uh, I think it's a good thing for a lot of people. I don't think having your heart broken is a good thing. No. I think if you can go through life without it, maybe because I have had a heart broken, I think if you can go light through life without it, you're better off. And especially saying, hey, uh, he needed it. I think he did. I think he, I think it helped. I think in the end it'll help him out. She's probably still she's probably still interested in him if she's talking about him though. Or she wasn't interested in someone else. And the other thing she said though was great sex. Yeah. Great sex, but he had to have his heart broken. He was young. Now I wonder if a chick will ever say that about me. The sex was great. And she also thought he maybe Mo. She did mention that. Oh, that's right. I forgot about mm-hmm. that part. And see, that's the other thing that turned me off to her. Just an open book. Just blabbing away about ex-boyfriends. You know what I mean? I mean we'll never meet the guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But we'll that, never be able to use that material. But that's one of those that's like a marker. You know what I mean? Like, all right, I, I can't even... Well, so you know that uh, if you do go out with her, you're her next bar conversation. Right, exactly. And nobody wants to be the next bar conversation, do you? Like, I purposely... When I'm screening chicks to date or whatever, I don't need a llama. I don't need someone who's going to be uh, chatty Cathy about me and my life. Even if they don't even say who you are. You, know, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 407 But if she's that hot, isn't it all worth it in the long run? All right, you say that if she's that hot, then hey, what about just banging her? Yeah, and if she says it's bad, her loss. Here's the reason, no. Here's why I say no. And maybe you guys can get around it, Dubs. Apparently you can't. I would think there's no way I'm going to have sex with this chick because I'm not packing a lot. And she (laughs) seems like the kind of chick that would laugh or have a look of disappointment on her face when I pull it out. Well, she, uh, what she said was, any guy that's going to go home with me has to use their mouth immediately. She also said that, too. So she's a she's a needy one in bed. Well, I don't mind that. I mean, but you selfishly hate, needy. You hate doing that. Well, they know honestly, all guys enjoy getting that, so I don't mind giving a little. Ladies, hmm. 
But if that's a stipulation, I mean, no guy would throw that stipulation out there unless he was an a-hole. That's <laughs> true. You're right. When a guy says a girl has to uh, use her mouth, you think, you know, you're an ass. Yeah, exactly. All right, you know, I could see it a little bit. If she's that hot and she says that up front, you think maybe she doesn't take care of herself down there just to see how much the guy really, <laughs> you know, does this guy really like me? It looks like a battle axe through through it. <laughs> so then not half face says, because at some point she gets up and goes somewhere. <laughs> I hideout heretic not half face says, uh, hey. You want me to put in a good word? First of all, no. I'm not interested. Your good word is crap. Not interested in your word. <laughs> and secondly, even if I did want to go out with her, it would only be to bang her, but again, I wouldn't do it because I think she'd make fun when we were about to get there. <laughs> do you think during it she'd be taunting you? Yeah. Come on. Have we started yet? Have we started yet? <laughs> Not that I've ever heard that before. Do you want me to uh, do what you're supposed to do on me, on you? And uh, I hate it when people just ask that. Hey, can I put a good word in for you? It's like, why? So then I can feel like I owe you something for setting me up with some whore that I'm going to hate in three weeks. And it's not even no. like it's a job interview. You put in a good word for me for a job interview. Not to bang some chick. And then it also like puts added pressure on you. Like, okay, well, if I don't go home with her, then he's going to think, oh, what a loser. And here's the other thing, too. <laughs> you know, you, you absolutely know if anything were to go on with this chick, she'd be chatting it up with Not Hefe. <laughs> yeah, and then Not Hefe, who is a maven himself, will be chatting it up with the rest of the heretics. And before you'd know it, it'd end up all over MySpace. Oh, yeah, I mean, that, that kid's running a gossip column. God love oh, I know, him. I know who he's uh, been talking to. He's got his little uh, press pass in his hat, and he's writing in the Gazette right now. <laughs> he's doing that. And God bless him. I love him because he spreads the word for the show, and he's and he's good for the show. You know? He's turned a lot of people on to it, and for that, he's a heretic. He's in my top eight right now in MySpace. Not Hefe. But there's no way I'm banging this chick. In fact, I can say this. Borderline hater. Hater? Yes. How can you hate those big, I, beautiful bags? Now, here's what I did, though. I go home, and I'm I'm furious. <laughs> I'm furious at this chick. I, I noticed you rushed out quick. However, there's someone, and I have a porn, looks exactly like her. The, was that going through your head the whole time? Absolutely. I, I, know, I know this porn I have. It looks exactly like her. I'm running out. It's ASAP. I don't want to make it look like I'm cutting the night short. Mm-hmm. Because I stay till closing time. I bolted. And is that all you were thinking about the whole drive home? Yes. I bolted and then finished. Did you do a little foreplay with yourself on the ride home? Mm, no, actually. Tugging underneath your leg and stomp on the gas. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got home and I did my act, thinking of her and punishing her in a way. You know, with the way, uh, degrading way that guys can punish girls after. Parts? Well, no, when sex is done. And this girl is a bartender where you were? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well. So. Oh, God, no. No, not that way, Tommy. That's a different way. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I'd like to hang out again. <laughs> Just because I've kind of forgotten what she looks like, and so I want to give it another go-round. I remember you guys had her camera, too, and you guys were... Making fun of pictures in there. 
Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> that was a whole nother thing. I was genuinely thinking I had the camera and I wanted Chunks to moon it. Just so all of a sudden she's going through her pictures and there's Chunks' <laughs> hairy ass. I, you know what? Now I really want to bang her. Why? So she's going to make fun of you later? No. Nah, but here's the thing, though. Because of my uh, physical gifts, I don't think I could do it traditionally. Oh, so. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's, not, hmm. Doesn't fit there, but. All right. Hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Lucky, lucky. <laughs> Take a break. We come back. You can't do that, anyways, man. Then she would win. All these big boom bimbos, they get away with it. Cause big, they got boom? big boom. <laughs> big boom bimbos. <laughs> boom. No, you said boom. I said boom. No. I used to get it. You said boom. All right, my lip got caught in my teeth. <laughs> How does that happen? <sighs> Damn baby boomers. I take back my. Uh, they call him Mr. Boombastic. I take back my argument. Yeah, because you're so brilliant. All right, just take a break and come back. Boom. Boom goes the dynamite. All these big boom bimbos. They... <laughs> That's boom. <laughs> you retard. Maniac. 407 And star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Hey, speaking of the bars, man, are there what what all is open on Thanksgiving? There's something I I all right, we'll talk about it when we get back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Star one oh four one on your singular wireless phone. The funniest night show in America is the hideout. Congratulations, you found it. Tim in Port Orange, you're in the hideout. What's up, Tim? What's up, man? How you doing? What you got, buddy? Hey, um, who's the uh, Latin American talking over? That you? Yeah, me, El Jefe. How you doing, bro? All right, brother. Anyway, I was, like, um, I was thinking about what you said earlier. I, I actually, uh, I guess you were talking about something else, but... You know, it's, it's not it's not just you know Latin American or you know black people. You know, my son's white. Mm-hmm. He's in school, very intelligent you know, young man. Try to get him you know in, in the sports. He didn't want to play sports, but the same thing happened. He gets picked on. You know, gets, you know, you know he he mentally in front of other kids. But you know, he 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 makes a choice either to fight 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 his situation out of it or just you know make, you know, make the best of it. And I told him I said. I was all against him, you know. I want him to fight, you know, stick him on himself. But like you said, if he does, he's got to pay, you know, pay the end, you know, the end price. Yeah, I yeah. Guess what, you know, what it amounts to eventually, I guess, is you know, the whole country, you know, I don't care what race you are, kids are just hateful today. And, and you know, that's another thing. They've been hateful ever since you know schools have been around. The thing is, it's uh, it all falls back onto the parents, I think. And, and the other thing too is because it's I'm sure it's the same thing for white kids growing up in, a, in like in a black neighborhood, maybe. I don't know, you know what I mean? But well, we're, we're, no, we're, in, we're in a good neighborhood. I mean, we're in a, I mean a high financial neighborhood. I mean, I make good money, got a good job. Just, uh, he, he doesn't. He doesn't. He want to play sports, you know, and he gets ribbed about. So that. maybe he's like a, more of like a kind of a nerdy intellectual type. Because this is going back to me talking about when I was uh, growing up as a kid. Yeah. That exactly. I um I you know I had a I had an identity issue being uh, you know a Mexican or being white and then being made fun of and and hearing all kinds of stuff and um I, you know it, it's really tough I don't it, I don't know what to do because you could say that nerds go through it you could say fat kids go through it 
Sadly, I was all three at one point uh, when I was in the sixth grade, and so it, it's it's really a tough issue, man. It's what what people and what kids in high school, middle school have to realize is, especially if you're a smarter kid, that one day you will get your revenge out of high school, and exactly. that there's and that there's more to life than middle school and high, and there's so much more to life than oh, middle yeah. school and high school. Unfortunately. You're stuck well, when, for those seven to eight years. When you're in that time right there, you don't feel like that's true. No, I know. I know. And that, you just you wish you could convey that at some point. And good luck there, Tim. Some kids get picked on more than others, but no one's immune to What are you talking it. about, douche? I didn't get picked on that much. People knew better than to mess with me. Um, wow. Just shut up. Seriously. But no, I, I think that... Uh, I don't even know what I was saying. You're ambiguously gay. Huh? Oh, uh, what I was saying is, you know... Chunks. Any, no matter what you're doing in high school, you're gonna get ra- you're gonna get ragged on. Who? I mean, like, so you being Mexican, no one walked out of there not what are you getting. Calling me names? No, that's not a name. It's your heritage. It's heritage, and I hate. Right. Right. So I'm telling you, hey, I'm I not just, gonna say it again. I can't sit here and repeat myself right. night after night. That's the biggest thing, man. If you just knew, like, in high school, there's so much more to life. Like, even you think your girlfriend at the time, and it's going to be you two forever. Don't be stupid, idiot. Move in with them right after high school. No, but we're in love. It'll work out. We can make it work. Three months into it. Wacky. Just retarded. Captain Spaulding, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Uh... What do you think of the wash your balls approach? What are you talking about? You I like anything uh, with those words in it. I mean, approach it any way you like. Well, I just gave my rat hell doll. Mm-hmm. Well, as opposed to that, I could clean up the mess. You gave your rat hell? Hell doll. Hell doll. Cafe? What are you, a retard? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't speak. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I don't speak. You know, I thought the rat might like to eat it. Tastes of course. Good, yeah? It's good stuff. You ever use a raisin in a mousetrap? All the time. You know how many rat rats you catch with the raisin? How many? Only one. <laughs> ah! <laughs> this is the best. This is the best bit ever. Go ahead. What else you got, Captain Well. Pauly? I used to buy big bags of currants because they're only one third the size of a raisin. Mm-hmm. And they got a little bit of seed in them, so. So uh, when you're out buying raisins, what do you look for? Uh, basically the little square box I had when I was in school, because. They rot in my teeth too bad, and mm-hmm. all I got is top gums and bottom teeth. That's terrible. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Keep on going. Well, you know, maybe the rat needs a dentist. But you know what depresses me? What depresses you of all people, Captain Spaulding? None of my rats ever died. They run off and become beaver. That's terrible. Well, you got empty, uh, like you have a, a, empty rat hole syndrome. Huh? <laughs> what syndrome? You have empty rat hole syndrome. You need well, to get that filled up. Beats carpal tunnel. Mm. Thank you, Captain Spaulding. Please. <laughs> the hell was that? Rats need dust. Lead to me raisins. 
kills her teeth. It does piss me off when you see a rat and it just goes out and meets a beaver. I'm getting word what he's feeding his rats is uh, his antipsychotic pills. <laughs> Can you imagine those uh, rats just walking around glazed over like Putin and Bateman? Just glazed. What? I fed my dog Zoloft and I didn't clean up the mess. <laughs> Go back to sleep, Putin. Four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one. Ah man, I think we upset Putin. Back there screaming. <laughs> That's actually him bitching about us to crazy eyes when he goes home. That's their back and forth. That's her. That's not her. My That's girlfriend has a very nice voice. <laughs> you know what Putin told me, too? His Chinese food place isn't open on Thanksgiving. I can't really? believe I can't believe that. Don't you... Like most Chinese food places, are, that's what you can count on being open on Thanksgiving. Why? I can't talk about that? Yeah. I'm I just, sorry. I just found that was very, uh, I thought that was very surprising. I mean, I know a lot of, uh, like, uh, American food places are open Thanksgiving. You think, you know, like, uh... Is Hooters going to be open or not? It should be. All right, if you guys know a Hooters chick, call her and ask her if they're going to be open on Thanksgiving, because I need to know. Because that's where I was planning on going. That and the movies. I know the movies are open. Movies, yeah, movies are open. Are open on, yeah, Christmas, everything. I say that's great. That's a life. You know why? People are sick of their family. Yeah. Well, during the day, everything seems fine, but night rolls around. You're like, all right, I'm tired of hanging out here. Uh, I've opened presents. Nothing really left to talk about. You get presents on Thanksgiving? No, we're talking about Christmas. And are most bars open on Thanksgiving too? Thanksgiving, yeah. I saw Christmas now. Right, what are you saying over there, Chunks? You're giving me a conflicting report. No, no, no. I was agreeing with him. Thanksgiving, yes, but uh, Christmas, no. A lot of bars will be open on Christmas because for that same reason, people need to get away from their insane family. Uh, it depends on where you're at on Christmas. Uh, a lot of places aren't allowed to sell liquor on Christmas. All right, so quick break. Come back. Help us out. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Down on the The Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the Hideout. Come on in. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 104.1. On your singular wireless phones. By the way, Friday night, uh, Saturday night, I went out to NBA City at Universal. Love it. And thank those guys, too, because they threw on the uh, Pistons-Mavericks game for me. And the Mavericks just demolished the Pistons. So that was great. Uh, but thank you to NBA City out at uh, Universal. And then walked around City Walk for a little while. Had a good time. But um, I was just thinking about what's going to be open or the bar's going to be open on Thanksgiving. Because I know tomorrow night's a big drinking night. We're going to mm-hmm. go out with all the heretics. Uh, going to have a blast. But I'm just thinking, you know, are the bars going to be open? 
Uh, one more thing about going out with everybody on Friday night. I've decided. I've never, I've never felt this before. Well, I have, but never to this extent. And smokers are just the most selfish people on earth. Why is that? It, it was just, it was insanity, the smoke that was going on. It was overwhelming to the point of when I got into my car the next morning, my car stunk from smoke just in me being in the car during the ride home. And it's just a god-awful, dirty, horrid habit. And I can't believe people are allowed to do it um, indoors. Why? Uh, for all of the uh, previously stated reasons. Well, you have the option to go there as many non-smoking bars out there. It's no, I'm just talking. I'm not even about options. I'm just saying, it's a horrific, dirty habit. Okay, then we won't be able to pick our nose in public anymore. No, 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 no. There's a difference. And that's, with your mouth open. And that's what that's what smokers that's what smokers always fail to realize too, that um somehow. We're infringing on your rights to pollute the air and pollute our Polluting clothes. Pollute the air is not a, uh, is and, a isn't even a and pollute our clothes. Uh, the, the thing you are infringing on by saying people are, shouldn't be allowed to smoke indoors, you're infringing on bar owners' uh, rights to uh, choose what happens in their own facilities. Uh, they own that place, not you. Okay, you're still failing to see the point. The point is, I'm my I said the the thing that I came to, the reasoning that I came to, the logic that I came to. Well, the idea was that smokers are dirty, dirty people. It, it, you just, you're the same people who go to a public pool and pee in it. No. It's the exact same concept. It's the exact same concept. Hey, if you don't like if a there, if, if, there's, if there's a pool that says, hey, this is, uh, you're able to pee in this no matter what. You can have fun here, pee all you want. Fine. <laughs> and you just proved my point. You guys are the people who are going into that pool. Exactly, if that's if that's what I'm into. And my point is you're dirty people. I just can't hold it. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just don't want to get out of the cool water. Just let it flow. And you know who the you know who else loves to smoke? The French. The French are the most selfish, self-centered people on earth. But and people ev- love them. And ev- oh yeah. And everywhere the French go, they smoke. They're great lovers. Yeah, that's what the French are known for. Smoking and banging. It's just dirty. And I don't know how you guys do it. I mean, well, everything stinks like smoke. And, like, you have a film residue on you when you leave. And I don't know if that's good. Like, if maybe that's the marker of a great night at the end of the night, mm-hmm. is that, man, I can see this. I can see the ash almost on top of my hand hair. And I'm accomplished. Did you have to shower right when you got home because of that? Oh, yeah. Not, where do you think you think of that chick at? Yeah. Actually, I thought of the chick. The residue of that was on my uh, stomach. And then oh. I had to get in the shower. You're welcome for that visual. Dude, I'm telling you, you've made great leaps this week with that whole Harry Potter thing. You bashed that at first and didn't like it. Why don't you try smoking? Uh, mark my words, I will never be a smoker. It's the same thing, man. Harry Potter and smoking go hand in hand. William in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Hey. What's up, dude? Uh, not much. Uh, 
uh, about the uh, smokers thing, I, I actually agree with you. I'm a smoker, but I agree with you not smoking in bars. And, and, and here's the thing. It's not even so much about not smoking in bars because we were, we, we've been somewhere before. Thank you, William. In Maryland, mm -hmm. where they said you can't smoke in the bars, and it affected the economy a little bit. Then, as it turns out, it didn't affect it as much as they thought it did. It killed some of the bars there, though. Some of them had to close down. It maybe it killed a couple of bars. I don't know, but it didn't hurt as bad as they thought it would. My point is, you're just dirty people. My favorite thing, and I have nothing against smokers, but I love how if they can't smoke indoors, they're going to smoke as close to that door as possible. They won't even take you know ten wow, steps that, away. Wow, that's not even our fault. That's where they put the uh, the ashtray. They always put it right next to the door. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you can smoke your cigarette and then walk back and and then put it in there. And I do feel bad for smokers having I because I'm not a heartless human being. I feel bad for you when you got to congregate outside and it's like really cold because I've seen that before mm -hmm. and that does suck. But then I think about it. Oh, you're dirty people who would pee in pools. You deserve it. If it's a pee friendly pool, I don't think there's a problem with it. I don't know if you're helping your side. <laughs> What I'm saying is, uh, if if the establishment allows an action to go on in there, there's no reason why uh, anybody should be telling someone who owns a property what they can do on that property. So what if the owner d decides that he doesn't want to uh, follow the health standards because he'd rather bring dirty people in? There's laws against that. I still don't understand how Heffy gets off calling smokers dirty because they pee in pools when uh, earlier this show he's bragging about peeing in his cousin's Barbie pool. <laughs> Here's the difference. I didn't get in it. Take a break. We come back. But the bad thing is it was only last week. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All these big boom bimbos. Mo. I know you got the mom. What you doing? Chilling at the holiday inn. No! Me and my people just drink over your friends. No! Family separates, that pulls them to shoot one thing, leading to another land. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, 1041-STAR-1041, if you have a singular wireless phone. I, uh, I stumbled upon Giant Brian's, um, MySpace account. Yeah? He refuses to add me because he's afraid the other heretics will find him on MySpace. Actually, he was a uh, point of conversation during our Friday night. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, the heretics don't understand why Giant Brian uh, won't become a part of you know the, the club, won't hang out with everybody. He, he, he says, uh, like some of the heretics say that he seems like he may think he's too good for the heretics. Not only that... Um, they want to blow out his other knee. <laughs> they literally want to break it. I didn't want to bring that part up. I did, because I think it's funny that a faction is growing between the heretics. Mm -hmm. And there's another faction in my life, too. The Orlando Orioles are splitting up. And, like, four Aww. of the guys are splitting off to form their own team. So we need baseball players. Email me if you're interested. I'll play. What, uh, what happened there? Like, why do these four decide to go rogue? Uh, you know, part of it is some people take it real seriously and others take it seriously, but not as much. And so that's where the faction is. It's mm. kind of a little bit on the same lines as the heretics. Also, the heretics uh, get annoyed when people come in right away and think they're a heretic. 
Yeah, they want to beat up all the newbies. It's becoming an actual gang where people have to go through initiation and Why get beat down. Why don't we do down. that? You have to, like, get beat up to get in. Well, some of them feel, you know, they've been in uh, since the ground floor, and they really want, I mean, they're just hardcore about it, too. Like, here's what's funny. I wonder how many of them like Putin. Putin never comes to anything extracurricular. He showed up once at Latitudes over the summer. Mm-hmm. He didn't even show up to the chillers. No, not a single one of them. Someone who's part of their own staff didn't even show up. Even Dusho made an appearance. But Dusho, oh, yeah. oh you, what do you? That was a bad night. What do you think? You're too good for the heretics too. Anything I can make, I'm always at. And come Dece- uh, mid-December, I'm uh, in. Uh, what are you doing tomorrow night? You gonna uh, go out with us as we all go out drinking? Probably, yeah. I don't have the class uh, Thursday morning. You're not invited. Okay, then I won't go. <laughs> not really. But if that hot chick shows up, some give reason, me a call. For some reason, whenever Dusha walks into the bar, all the beer gets flat. Nothing has any bubble anymore. Just kills the mood. Right, you know what it is? Matt Albert brought a good up point. Giant Brian has Matt Albert syndrome, thinking that he's better than everybody. That's else. what they were saying. They 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 think uh, Giant Brian may think he's better. Now, here is the deal. Matt Albert is better than everybody else. If somehow I could get him paid, he'd be here. I'm still trying to figure that out. Hey, remember that was the thing, too, about being in a gang? I think I would have been in a gang when I was growing up, except for the fact that you had to get jumped in. Well, you mm-hmm. could have gotten sex then. In a gang? Yeah, that's true. Remember the Different Strokes episode where they uh, one guy had to eat a goldfish to get in, so they are like, yeah, we'll get in this gang. All you got to do is eat a goldfish? I'll do that. And then they had to steal something, and they had a big conflicting thought in their head of, oh, man, I don't know if I want to break the law. You know, that's what's funny, too, more and more, because I get all these emails about people, how can I become a heretic? Maybe they are expecting some sort of an initiation. Well, with how uh, how rabid these people are, I could see how why they would think that. And we have to stop them from doing drive-bys uh, <laughs> across the street. That's not my job. This could be a dangerous beast, though, because they're not going to have anyone. They're not going to have anyone to gang war with. No, that's not oh, true. They'll they'll find someone. There's always people to gang war with, even if it's even people on this own, on our own show. I got a couple people on this show I'd like to turn the dogs loose on. Hey, I can hear that. Oh, sorry. You just wanted to play the Baja Men for you. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize you could hear us through your uh, your small piece over there. All right, 407-916-1041. <laughs> it always is funny, too, like how people have something in common. And that's just... All right, no thank you. And how that's just not enough to keep them unified. You would think the heretics would like the fact that other people love the show that they love. But it's not enough. They want to oh, no. beat their knees in. <laughs> Hobble him for a while. Maybe then he'll learn his lesson. What was it? Bust out the other leg? Was that the phrase that was used? I think so. I think that might be uh, word for word. Although I left out a few curse words. Just after 10, you can put them in back in. I don't know. Not even then. <laughs> and then the same thing with the baseball team. The baseball team won the fall league. And yet, for four guys, that's not good enough. So they got to go move on and start their own team. Yeah, I, don't, I never understand that. When you're part of something and you enjoy it, and then other people want to be a part of it and enjoy it as well, you don't want to allow them in. 
All right, Nightmare Dave says, make them all get tattoos of the hideout logo. No, there are only two saps who fell for that. <laughs> and congratulations, you're one of the two. Now you just got to clean up your act with the girl. And, yeah. Stop all that crazy talk. And, you know, you think about it, too, Giant Brian, he's a judo guy. Mm-hmm. He honestly, I think, could beat up most of the heretics. Oh, he's a tough guy. Any of them. And he's huge. I think Lester Big In the pants, I don't know what you're... I, I know you you were looking at him while he's playing with himself with the... Uh, How could I not? Strippers in there. I didn't know if you got a better look than I did. Dubs, have you ever started a fight just to start a fight? When I'm drunk. Now, is it, were you at least involved in it, or did you start a fight between two other people? Oh, I've done that many times. I've instigated <laughs> many fights, sober and drunk. I, did you not hear the story of when we were in New York City, and he's encouraging the racist millionaire to uh, shoot the black man that's banging that guy's white daughter, and then telling the cabbie to blow up his car for Osama? I don't know that I have heard that. Yeah. Dubs will instigate beyond all. That's his favorite thing to do in life. And then I separate myself from it and act like, what a maniac. What the hell's going on with these people? All right. Bateman says that Destro may have a chance of beating up Brian, but he doesn't have a brain. No, he doesn't hate Brian. Bastard. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty good at it, too. I try, though. I'm not as good as you. Hey, what is it about instigating a fight? You're right, it is kind of fun. <laughs> it's great. They're, for some reason, some people can get away with it and some people can't. You know, some people, like me, I can usually get away with it and no one will get mad at me. But some people try to instigate it and right away, stop it, instigator. Why don't we just beat your ass? Yeah, no one ever says, hey, let's just beat your ass, Dubs. <laughs> that never happens to you. And if it doesn't, like, no, nah, that's just not a good idea. Like, yeah, right. Uh, I'm going to beat this guy's ass then. What about you? When was the last time you got in a fight, Hefe? I've never been in a fight. Uh, I was in a fight once when Dubs uh, beat my ass in the ring, and I had to shave my dreads off at the Ron and Fez St. Pat spat. Did you beat him pretty easily because he'd never been in a fight before? Well, he he didn't even look at me. His head was down the whole time. Yeah. I, really, I just wanted to not get punched in the nose. So I just punched him in the back of the head for three minutes straight. Uh, here's you have Gi- practice at that, right? Here's Giant Brian's dad, and he wants to say something about Giant Brian. Giant Brian's dad, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Hey, guys, what's going on? I just want to let you know that Giant Brian, he loves men, and he just wants to hang out with the guys. He just wants to be one of the boys. All right, so Giant Brian loves men. Yeah, he loves men severely. <laughs> Is Giant Brian listening right now? Probably not. <laughs> Otherwise, he'd be going ape. Yeah, I'm, I was wondering what his reaction is. Although he could be on his way up here. Why? I don't know. I may be mad. All right. At us? All right. Now I'm getting this from Matt Albert. Zeppelin is Doughboy. Misfit Matt is Trey. <laughs> Lester is Ricky. And it's a, just a whole Boys in the Hood game. Yeah. Now huh? that I think about it, I wish I was part of a little gang growing up. Not like one of like Bloods Crips, like where you're going around messing with stuff. But I never even really had a very cool crew. You were never uh, a part of like you know like uh, four or five. Little group where there's three of us, me, Tim, and Erod. Yeah, that's that's a collection. That's not a gang. Yeah, it's not really like it wasn't like five or six. Yeah, you need you need at least six. There was no brat pack. That's why since you guys are, look at you. This hmm. is my crew. This is my gang. 
You're lucky. Nah, I gotta get to work on that. Arg. <laughs> yeah, look at us. Tough. I'll slay a dragon for you, Hefe. No, I'm not. Step in-, in front of a spell for you. <laughs> what kind of spell? A greater smite spell. How about you just step <laughs> in front of a train lightning. for us? <laughs> if it's a train spell, I'll do it. No, just a regular old locomotive. Right, let's take a break and come back. 407-916-1041, First you wanted to play Bahamian for him, and now you want Quad City DJs. What? And how do you even remember that? <laughs> oh, that one you pull up immediately. <laughs> what, did you guys have that one? Uh... No, sadly. You want me to kick their ass, F.A.? So I'll do it. If I could throw this baseball through the window, I would. I would. You can. All right. <laughs> I actually am afraid I'd break it. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. <laughs> Why now? I'm just. I'm so angry tonight. And Why? Really, it all started with your racist brother, and it's been downhill since then. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I gotta get drunk. The day begins before my mother starts bitching about my friends. About to no. go damn near when it's a hideout row radio 104.1. Dubs, who wrote this song originally? Uh, originally, it was Ice Cube, right? Yes, nice. But this is Dynamite Hack. Didn't this get played on the edge all the time? Oh, yeah, this is in heavy rotation when I first started there. It's Thursday night, uh, actually Tuesday night in the hideout on Road mm-hmm. Radio 104.1. Feels like a Thursday, because tomorrow's kind of our Friday. Yeah, exactly. This is uh, what we like to term in radio mulligan week, mm-hmm. where if you have enough vacation days, you take them. <laughs> we don't. Yeah, we we seem to uh, totally neglect the vacation time in the contract. We didn't even bring that up. Yeah, we never even thought about it. We're thinking 365 for some reason. I don't know what we're. Uh, uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-104. We were talking about like fights and factions and stuff that go on. And I've never been in a fight before, but Dusha was telling us about a whole brawl that happened. Yeah, my uh, sophomore year in high school, I went to a, a high school that's local here, and I have a brother who's two years older, and him and his friends were hanging out, and then the next thing you know. This whole caravan of cars from another local high school shows up with canes. I mean, this was like this huge brawl. And, of course, I come outside not knowing anything. This any- happened at your place? Yeah, my mother's house. And uh, The one that Tommy has the address for? He's got it a little off, but, I mean. Now your check came in again, and I wrote it down. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that house. All right, Tommy. Um... <laughs> And I used to I used to think I was a tough guy, so I always wore a wife beater. Mm-hmm. So I'm coming outside. Even with all that back and shoulder hair? I didn't have the back hair then, just the muscle. And <laughs> so I come walking out, not knowing, not knowing what's going on. And literally, there's probably like 40 or 50 guys from the other school. Luckily, I didn't get involved in the fight. But, oh, yeah, there was a huge fight. And then the next day... So there's a school versus school brawl. Essentially, on. yes. And, uh, like, right here in Orlando... Um, the next day, what happens? Flaming bag of poo at my mother's front door. I've never understood that where two towns are going to fight each other. They don't know the per- the people personally. No one really did anything. 
It's just that they don't like each other's football team. Yeah. So they're going to fight it out. They're going to duke it out man-to-man and uh, start a fight over something they really don't care about. Yeah, I don't know what these guys were fighting about. I feel like I've, ne- I've never thought that I would want to, you know, go. I, and I've had friends who said, "Hey, you want to start a fight with Weberville?" <laughs> no. Why would I want to start a fight with a town? Now, South Grand Prairie and Grand Prairie High School used to go at it. There used to be these fights, like these hidden brawls. Why? I don't get it. I don't get what what they didn't like about each other. Because one blue, uh, one school was blue and the other one was red, and that's why. I can see that because blue and red. Did blue win at least? No, uh, South no. won. Red. Actually, no. They kicked our ass in sports. They had a loaded baseball team and they recruited, which is illegal. But I can uh, say that now. Every team recruits. No, it's really. You got to. Jimmy Kissimmee here on the Hideout of Road Radio. Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing tonight? All right. Good. Hey, I, uh, I think it was Eazy-E, not Ice Cube, that did that, wasn't it? Uh, it was. You are incorrect. Well, Eazy-E did the song Boys in the Hood. Ice Cube wrote it. But it was written written by Ice Cube. Okay, and performed by Eazy-E. Yep. Cool. Good looking. All right, cool. All right, buddy. Thank right, you, then. Oh, we got the edited version of this one? This is a badass song. The funny thing, it's categorized under Christian. <laughs> That's funny. Cause the boys in the hood are always hard. Yeah, King Rule tried to say the same thing. Nice. Nice. I didn't know where the. Yeah. Alright, this one needs to be in constant rotation. We're coming back from the breaks. I was waiting to, for you to hit that dump button. I was too. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, Ice Cube originally wrote the song. Which made me lose a lot of respect for Easy E. Why? Because to me, that's one of his best songs. And I love you don't like Ice Automobile. Cube. Automobiles was so good. Were, were we in the um, the BMW from Thurston's, rocking the automobile, going down to latitudes, listening to uh, NWA and Automobile? Mm-hmm. All right, Bobo's asking if he can be the oldest heretic. Yes. Yeah, No Vaseline is a great song. I didn't even know you liked that, Tommy. I gave you that whole compilation of that. I know. I I had it in the seventh grade, so you didn't give it to me. No, no, no. no, no. Remember, you, like, two years ago no, when I, we used to do the uh, old school jam. What are you saying is he gave you a CD of a compilation? I just thought he looked it up on the Internet, all Ice Cube songs. No, I gave you, like, a, two CDs of, like, 40 Ice Cube songs. Yeah, that was awesome. That was when he. That was when he uh, was trying to get in go at the show. So he's like, "I'm gonna make all this music for you." That's when we needed music. Mm-hmm. That's true too. And we could only play 20 seconds of it coming back. Four seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one. That has to be the most ridiculous thing we've ever gone through in our career. At our last place, they refused to pay the music license, so we could only play coming back from break 20 <laughs> seconds of a song, Cops. So we didn't have to pay for it. Are they still doing that? I think so. I can't imagine they'd stop. Oh, the camera's not online. But it was this whole big deal because we used to be able to play music whenever we wanted to, and that was kind of the cool thing. <laughs> the best thing was uh, when I was producing Ron and Fez, I would always let it go like 45 seconds to a minute. And just wait till Cameron called before I would do it. The program director would oh, say, hey, what are you yeah. doing? And Cigar City would always sing this song. And I had to <laughs> cut it up into increments for him to sing. Because he couldn't sing more than 20 seconds straight of it before we got uh, 
had to pay for it. Just one of those stupid corporate things. This was when we were working for Infinity. Just one of those stupid corporate things to, hey, let's save a couple million dollars on the year and not pay for the music license. It's like, how are you going to do radio and not be able to play any songs at all? Period. You Remember, need some kind of ambience, you know? Remember when you would ignore him when he would call down and then he would come running down the <laughs> steps and running into the studio? <laughs> It's so funny. I'd always pick up like I didn't know what was going on. Like, no, that didn't happen. What are you talking about, Cameron? You're a homo. Hang up on him. Billy Bob and Del Tony, you're in the hideout on road radio. Um, yeah. Billy Bob. All right. Yeah. All right. He's whispering to his friends. I don't know what to say. I'm on the radio. Turn it up. What do I say? <sighs> hey, have you ever called a radio show before? Um, I've when I was a kid, I've called and requested songs, but I've never called like a radio show to talk. And I've I've called to win stuff when I was younger too. And I've won stuff actually off the radio. Actually, off Q on a six year old station. What'd you win? Uh, tickets to go see ECW. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's actually pretty cool then. And I could tell no one wanted the tickets because I it was caller seven, and I know it was the first one he picked up and uh, answered. Right. And he's just like, yeah, here you go, you can have them. Or the best thing is when you're calling the station, and you can totally tell that uh, they have no one listening at the time. When you're caller one, three, <laughs> six, nine. Yeah. And then when you're a DJ and you're doing that kind of a bit, and then the and then the, the stupid caller will mess up your your phoner where you're, you're playing back that you won. Be like, hey, that's great, man. You know, you're like, hey, congratulations, you're caller nine, you're a winner. That's awesome. I was caller three and five too. <laughs> and you're like, oh, son of a bitch. And you got to go back and you got to edit it out of the call so you don't seem like a hack. Or if you're really hack, and I've done this before, just because I didn't want to take the time to edit it. I'm like, all right, we're gonna do this again. You're going to act happy, and you're not going to mention anything about being caller three and five. Could you please pretend that we have more than three people listening? I, I know it's four in the morning. I don't know why I'm giving out stuff in four in the morning. It's not helping anything. I know it's just you guys at the GM plant. And uh, you want to win the Sprint PCS prize pack, which has a cup and a sticker in it. You enjoy that for a good time? I got nothing on it. Hey, remember, too, when you used to come in and it was your shift, and you were so stoked if you got some concert tickets because you're thinking, there's a chance I could get a chick to come up here and perform oral for these mm -hmm. tickets. But only if it's something good like the Foo Fighters. Oh, and girls can come up, I call up offering that in music radio. Dude, I really want those, uh, those Godsmack tickets. Really? Yeah. Well, what are you willing to do for them? What do you want? I'm not going to go out and spell anything, but if you start throwing offers out at me, I might have to agree with one of them. Or like when you had something like even cool, like one time corn came around, <laughs> and um, and I guess you could sit like in this cage. Yeah, the corn cage. Where corn was performing, and the stuff that some of the DJs got from that. Yeah, because these people were on stage with corn the whole time. Hey, remember when we used to give out Moon Pie wrappers as prizes? Oh, yeah, we used to autograph Moon Pie wrappers and give that out because we worked overnight, so we didn't have anything to give away. 
Way to bring that back. It was the hideout autographed item of the week. And um, and we should just sign trash mm-hmm. and give it away. And people, people loved it. Uh, our buddy Shafee used to be say be color uh, nine to uh, win nothing, and people would blow up for it. All right, you're color nine. You've won absolutely nothing. Enjoy that. And they'd be excited, ecstatic. But the way prizes are going here, we ought to do that. <laughs> we'll just tell Shafee we're going to rip him off. And caller nine right now wins absolutely nothing. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one eight secret wireless phones. We'll take a break. We we'll come back. It's a hideout row radio one zero four point one. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Michelle, ladies first in the hideout. What's going on, Michelle? Am I caller number nine? Congratulations, you win absolutely nothing. Oh, my God. I've never won anything before. I feel so And you still haven't. Beautiful. And you, and you still haven't, sweetie. John, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Oh, crap. I was calling to be calling number nine. Uh, I'm sorry, bro. You, you uh, get nothing. Oh, wait. Junior, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Hey, what's up? What's up, dude? Did I win anything? No. no. Oh, man. That's awesome. You won <laughs> nothing. One thing I wanted to do, because we've talked about you know how we get, used to give out actual trash, I want to give out our boss's stuff. I want to give out Dan Stone's chair, yeah, and not ask. You just completely start giving out like Catherine's uh, water bottle and like you know just different stuff like uh, maybe her uh, her pen holder or something for her desk. Or what if we just take different stuff from like around the station to give away? Like maybe Russ's water bottle, or um. Something of Mr. Phillips, like a folder or something. All right. I have an even better idea where we cannot get in trouble for it at all. No one would dare uh, come at us mad. We sell it, give it, give it all to charity. We do some kind of uh, raffle thing where we're selling tickets, raffling off different things. But the- and if anybody gets mad, we can say that they hate charity. Yeah, but that's taking away the beauty of what it is. It's us having no prizes. I like just taking stuff from people and giving it to yeah, I some said, schlub. I say, hey, we just give it away. You've won all the green the, the green room chairs. <laughs> I don't know if we can give away all the green room chairs. Well, they're all broken anyway. That's another thing, too. That's the way to get rid of some of this trash. Remember we used to give out cart machines at the old station? These cart <laughs> machines were basically like... Um, uh, whatchamacallit, tape decks? Like, uh, A-tracks. A-tracks that you used to use in radio all the time. And we Some had, places still do. And we had a ton of them at our old place, and so we just gave them away on the air. And people would come up and just pick up these huge things of machinery, just to have. I have a great idea. I think uh, we should just start, like, uh, just giving away, like, uh, like, main things around the office that everybody will miss, even the salespeople. Like, imagine how pissed. They would be if we gave out the really nice coffee makers in the break rooms. All right, but I wouldn't want to do that because I love the coffee. We can't go that far. You're a winner. Take a home. Sweet. I'm a winner. You thanks love to that the, coffee? Thanks to the hideout. Imagine how pissed everybody would be. Next morning they come in, they see a bunch of heretics walking out with coffee makers on their backs. Just cleaning house. <laughs> hey, you can't get mad at them. They're winners. Here's the price sheet. You win anything you want. All right, listen to this. 
So this is a conversation Destro had with uh, Chunks on the IM. Okay. He goes, I want a copy of Madden 06 from a radio station once and drove 45 miles to pick it up, but they didn't have the copy for my system. I ended up driving around that town for an hour trying to find a blockbuster that would exchange it for me, and to this day I hate that radio station. Here's Chunks. What station? <laughs> Destro, Real Radio 104.1. I want it from a show called The Hideout. You also sucked another man's finger for that. Don't be so proud. <laughs> hey, this chick is trying to ask me out on MySpace. What does she want to do? I don't know. She goes, so here's the conversation. I'll run through it for you real fast. All right. She's pretty hot. So when do you use it my turn for an outing, a.k.a. a date? And so I hit back. What, are you asking for a date or something? Just want to make sure. She goes, I've been inviting you out for months. You never go. I'm afraid to ask you again, and I know you wouldn't show up. I go, well, maybe what's the next time? If it's a date and you're buying, I'll go. And she goes, I don't buy. I was just putting it out there. If you don't buy, you better hum. Now I know why you're single. That's what she says. Don't you think it's always a good idea to ask if the chick's going to buy? You could at least go. I, I ask her if she is bi. I think that's a very important question. All right, people are saying give away Bubba's whoop-ass fan. No. <laughs> that's the last thing we're going to give away. I'm tempted to say color nine. No way. <laughs> Just, hey, we'll get a lot of talk in the morning. Yeah, Tell but all about it. Yeah, we love the monsters. I love Bubba, and I'm not going to give away his fan. And stop calling for it already. People are already calling for it. Yes, they want Bubba's fan. No, it's not happening. Hey, chunks, you have nice, expensive headphones, don't you? <laughs> uh, no. You have those three hundred dollar Bose ones? No, I don't. Maybe we give away chunks' headphones. No, I don't think we need to do that. Just for the holidays. No. This little holiday cheer brings some happiness to a heretic who will then, in turn, will come up and use those headphones every uh, Friday night for the open door policy. That doesn't do anything for my heart. Hmm? I don't really care. All right, from what I understand, you won't be here tomorrow, and um, you leave them here anyway. Who says that? Tommy, your roommate, because he knows also where you hide them at home. Hmm. Right underneath your nest. Kurt and Coco, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Kurt? I just want to know if I was caller number nine. For what, Bubba's fan? Yes. No way. You're not. We're not giving away Bubba's fan. That's off limits. What if we just gave away the palm tree? That'd be great. <laughs> All right. You know what? Wild Hog's telling me, dude. As a general rule, whoever asks out buys, chick or not. Is that true? Uh, I would say it's more common for, like, uh, if a girl asks you out, for you to ask her to buy. And now Matt Albert's asking for the link. I yeah, love, let I, me see her. I love how he just lives vicariously through me. Not everyone running in here to see. Get out of here, Chunks. You don't even like girls. Yeah, Mo. Go away, you sissy, you fruit. Uh, you furry bastard. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. And now the MySpace is, uh, and the computer is just locking up. Damn. I know. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the show. 
for the uh, for Tuesday. Remember tomorrow. Oh, hold on a second. Sarah has some advice for me. Sarah in Melbourne, you're in the hideout. What's up, Sarah? Not much. How are you guys doing tonight? All right. All right. What do you got? Well, you were talking about the girl on MySpace asking you out, mm-hmm. and as a quote unquote modern woman, if you will, mm-hmm. she is uh, offering. She's asking you out. I think that she should pay. All right. So she's the one who pays then. Well, yeah, because you're not you're not pursuing this woman by any means, correct? No, I don't know. All right, but if she pays, you in turn have to uh, lay there and bite a pillow, and just have her. Uh, Go to town on you. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm looking for. Then I don't want to go. I don't want to go out on that date. She's buying though. No. All right, then I'll buy. Son of a bitch, I'll buy. All right, so Sarah, if you're asking a dude out, you'll pay. Yeah, if it's something that I'm pursuing and I think it is so, if he's so much worth it that I have to ask and ask and ask. Well, you can ask if you want. Go ahead. Well, that's a. You guys are great, but I have somebody I'd like to take out to dinner already. Mm. So I'm just saying. If I was going to pursue something and ask somebody out, then, yeah, I'm going to pay. All right. I, I hope she's listening and she hears your uh, outstanding logic, because I agree with you. Thank you. That I'm broke. Have you ever asked a girl out and taken her out to dinner, and then when the check comes, you know, stick her with it? No. Have you ever? Yeah. One thing I have had girls do, and it's never a good sign for when you're out, they offer to pay for their half. Yeah. Cause you, That's you, when you know. You can't let okay. them, though. If yeah. you let them, your chances have totally been eliminated. But then you got to know if they're already offering to pay for their half, they don't They don't want it. Yeah. They, they might not want it, but you've, if you've managed to pay the bill, you've got the upper hand. No, you, I, I, I bought no you they, they have the upper hand because they still aren't going to sleep with you. And they got free food. And, and you throw that, you go, hey, I bought you your dinner. That doesn't mean that they're going to use Pulled their down. mouth or do anything. If you didn't want to do anything, you should have offered well, at least she has to watch me while I rub one. If I buy dinner, at least look at me. You know, not directly. Kind of ashamed and, uh, you know, off gazingly. Just be in the room with your back turned. I'll try my best not to hit you. Yelling, stop. John in Orlando, you're in the hideout on rural radio. Hey, since you didn't give that fan to the ninth car on the 10th, can I have it? No, no you're not getting Bubba's fan. I right, would take a break and come back. Wrap up the show on a Tuesday night. Are you sure? It's a Hideout World Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the Hideout World Radio 104.1. Tomorrow, busy night in the Hideout. Uh, I'm Al Hefe, and that is J-Dubs. Wrapping it up for a uh, Tuesday night. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando here at the Hideout. Mm -hmm. Sharon, ladies first in the hideout. Sharon and Lake Mary, what's going on? Hi, I want to, you know, I'm a big fan of your show, and uh, thank you. I always listen to you. I, I work at a local hospital, my way home. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know if I've just maybe worked too long today, and but I was listening to you guys, and I've never called in before, but I, you know, this is just a classic case of you're just not that into her. You think because, so? If I'm uh, not, if I don't want to pay for. Her? Yeah, because if she were, you know, the greatest thing to, you know, that's come along in months, uh, or, you know, or in your life, you you wouldn't even be debating this. You know, the check would come and you'd fall over. You'd be baiting something. Yeah, instead I mean, of baiting I mean, another I mean, thing. D there though. It's yeah, just me. And it's, it's the holidays are coming up, and she's, you know, sizing you up as a date for the holidays. Here's the thing. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not really interested in a relationship. I just like sex. 
Yeah, yeah, that seems to be, you know, a recurring problem with men. You think so? Um, yeah, um, there's medication that might help. <laughs> I heard um, Viagra works wonders yeah, for that. I think it does a great job. <laughs> or if not that one, Cialis, I think, too, will also help you get over that hump. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I, I know what you mean. If I, I if I really wanted to take her out, then I wouldn't worry about uh, buying. But yeah, but, you know, I just think at this time of year, don't, you know, don't do a pity date because mm-hmm. she may put more weight on it. Well, she's maybe more significant to her than you might think. Well, you know, I don't think I don't think she's really interested in dating either. I think she just wants to hang out and maybe uh, get a little something, something. And thank you very yeah. much for the phone call, Shane. I appreciate it. Great. Um, yeah, now she's yelling at me for talking about the uh, these on the air. And so then I just, well, well, no, I just responded, if I take you out, will I get sex? And I think it's all going to depend on that. And if you do get sex, is it dirty to hock a loogie on it? Ask her that question. Uh, Here's the other thing, too, and I genuinely wonder this. Hmm. If it is decided that I would get sex, how much money do you have to spend at that point? Do you have to go at least 100 bones? Or do you say, hey, let's grab a pizza and some nickel beer? Oh, yeah. First date's never an expensive one. You're feeling each other out at that point. You don't want to put too much investment into it. Hmm. All right. Tommy asked me to ask her if Brian Peppers can come along. Why would I invite that little monster? <laughs> I don't want him around me, period. Especially not around her. Well, he's always hanging around But you. he wants to be her, around her, period. That's, Every time I see you, different. I see him hanging around. He's around when I'm around? I thought you guys were like best friends. No, I've never seen him before. He was just in the green room. What? See, periods attract bears and brine peppers. Those are the two things they attract. I didn't know that. What the hell? He was hanging out under your desk earlier today. Mm-hmm. What? In the office. I thought he was like taking a little nap down there or something. He's so cute when he's Dude, sleeping. it's so creepy. That guy's, he's a monster. <laughs> Brian Peppers. <laughs> Is that him? Whoa! Whoa! What the hell? Is that him? That's not him. I know what he sounds like. I- I'm starting to feel bad for that poor guy. Why? Because you touch kids too? You feel sorry for the short little uh, degenerate uh, kid toucher? Alright, hold on a second. BJ, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. <laughs> What the hell? This is, where are you? What are we going on our triple date? We're not going on a triple date. Hey, there's no date about it. Brian, Brian Peppers. Hey, Brian Peppers. I got some porn for you. What the hell? No, go diabetes. Stop. That's just, what the hell? That's awful. He's a kid toucher, and I hate that he's stalking me now. And Darone seems to like him for some reason. And why is he always getting through? Seriously, Putin, you can't screen out that phone call? He's very, very tricky. No, he's not. It's the same. Sometimes he calls in and says his name is Bill. What am I supposed to do? Usually it's always something related to Brian Peppers. Hey, I'm not, you know, God. I don't know everything. I don't have the white pages in my head. I'm sorry, Miss Hefe. <laughs> isolated. Hurry up and isolate. I don't know what the hell that was, but that was awful. Your Miss Hefe? We can call you Miss Hefe. 
Oh my god. <laughs> it was supposed to be Mr. Hefe. Uh-huh. Alright, I haven't gotten a response yet on my will there be sex involved. So I'm thinking no. From Brian Peppers? No, not Brian Peppers. Stop. <laughs> Dude, seriously. It's crazy. <sighs> Is it wrong if you're up front like that? No. Or you say, hey, seriously, there has to be a little sex involved before we're going out. It, you know, it all, it all depends on the person, like on the girl. You can usually tell the girls that, well, I'll be up front with you about it. Or does it have to be, hey, I got to get to know you? Does That's the girl best... look like she has, fake, she has fake boobs? Um, They're big. I don't know if they're fake or not. Does it look like she's ever wore a wig before? I don't think so. Hmm. I'd say go for it. Nice. I'm all over it then. At least it gives me something else to think about tonight. What, in, in, instead of that girl at the bar? <laughs> Dude, seriously, enough already. Sorry, Miss F.A. What the hell? That's so awful. Why are we punch drunk? I think it's because it's mulligan week. Yep. Don't matter this week. All right, guys. All right, Sorry, Miss F.A. Tomorrow, open door policy, speed dating with J-Dubs' mom for the heretics. Remember heretics, Thanksgiving potluck. And then afterwards, we go out and party uh, on the busiest and most fun uh, drinking night of the year. Uh, in that case, wake up with our buddies, the Monsters in the Morning, Shannonburg Bitten Days, Phillips Fall in the Afternoon. We'll see you tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout. The funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando on Real Radio 104.1. Be somebody and always talk good. Stay classy, Orlando. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. No! I'm a transaxle. I'm a transaxle. Paganda ganda mo eh. I'm a transaxle.
I'm a transsexual. No. No. I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I do. Aye, five thousand.